Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I got money in my pocket. Ain't nobody gonna take a middle finger to the people who told me that I would make it. Well, you're chilling at the top. Everybody gonna hate it. I'm not my five for me. All the bad girls make it. That's how we do 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 it. I'm gonna go in. Vigilante ladies, I know you asking about me A lot of cams in the spot, but they don't flash without me 5'11 skinnies, and I sag them proudly You gon' have to dance to get this cash about me Pockets full, money greener than the gold light Couple chains turn me to a walking strobe light Keep on wishing, I see you in the distance All these haters put my finger in a vertical position Stick to the budget that you can't afford 100k on some threads, that's when I'm bored Throw some money up and make it poor on the poor The type of swagger that you can't ignore But then the with that dude's dudes This ain't what they used to Don't compare me to artists that can't produce too ha. Never going back to the old me This is when you mix bars with a dope I got money in my pocket Ain't nobody gon' take a little finger To the people who told me that I would make it When you're chillin' at the top Everybody gon' hate it I'm my number five for me All the bad girls take it That's how we do 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 it I got women and they nudity Swimming in the pool with me Toting heavy toolery I'm not with that foolery Trying to be humble but the best is who I prove to be I'm just writing raps and writing other rappers eulogies I told her make it So she made it I'll never be tried Mess with me, I'ma make it <laughs> Yeah, I'm about mine See, I'm about mine Play with mines, I guarantee you get an outline You ready to stand still See me, I grant heal I can add up all your work and make a landfill I'm immaculate, you're less than adequate I'm trying to turn a K into an M just like a magic trick Mind of a genius, I feel so alone Whipping in the form with the top blown My pockets look like I just got a loan Now the girlies won't leave me alone Cause I, I got, got money got in my pocket Ain't nobody gon' take a middle finger to the people Who told me that I would make it when you're chillin' at the top Everybody gon' hate it, I'm a number five for me All the bad girls make it That's how we do it, how we do it That's how we do it, how we do it That's how we do it, how we do it I'm 
This is Chris Markowski, Watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your Watchdog on Wall Street Money Minute. Uh, Kudo to Fox Business yesterday. Did a great job with the uh, debate. Did they um, ask pretty good questions, uh, policy questions, things we need to hear about. But it was funny to see how the rest of the mainstream media reacted and how nobody was going to remember this debate. Well, you know, people actually care about the issues. Uh, Maybe they will. Maybe they will care about this. Maybe this is what people actually need Uh, Maybe some facts, maybe going over where the positions are on these various different candidates. A lot of them kind of put themselves out there. And, you know, I, I, I for one, am am big in completely reforming the tax code. Uh, I don't like what uh, Marco Rubio has put forward at all. Uh, I don't think we need more loopholes, more handouts, more giveaways. And and even guys like Rand Paul really stepped up to the plate and differentiated himself from everybody else. We still got the same hawks out there thinking that the United States is going to solve all the world's problems. I'm not buying that. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. Welcome to the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, love I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. Two six seven twenty two Jiggy. Daddy, hey Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy play guitar. Jeff. It's a great name, and thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my tricks up there. Thanks very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. It is the fantastic, world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and of course. Uh, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. We've got a great, great show today. Donald Mazzella, IQ, Al Rizzoli will talk to us in our uh, third hour. Dr. Jack Caravelli in this hour. And Luke Adler, we're going to go to this right now. This call is now being recorded. Hi, James. How are you? Hey, good morning. How are you? Go look in on the, some of the good tech trends, some of the new products out there. 
Oh, it's unbelievable out here at the show. Uh, everything is just getting smarter and smarter. I'm going to start with one of the gadgets we all know and love, a smartphone. I have LG's V10, and it has expandable memory, so you're able to store all of your photos, your music, and your video. It accepts up to a 2-terabyte memory card. It also has a removable battery, so you can swap out on the fly instead of looking for a place to plug in. And it also has a 16-megapixel camera with manual video mode and steady record, so you're getting DSLR camera-like control right on your phone. That is available now from Verizon, T-Mobile, and AT&T. And then we have the Technique Otava. This is a premium all-in-one hi-fi system. It's the SCC 500. This delivers high-resolution audio, so the best sound quality possible from a range of sources and a range of devices, whether it's your CD, your USB, or your smartphone. You're able to easily operate and control it, whether you use the dedicated remote or you can download the Technics app to your smartphone, and it delivers 100 watts of room-filling sound, unimaginable bass. I got a demo of it yesterday, and it really sounds beautiful. And it's an elegant, you know, stunning-looking device from every angle. Just a beautiful system. And then the baby tech trend is really big here at the show. Moms and dads are going digital. We have the Project Nursery Baby Monitor. It has a 5-inch high-definition parent unit with easy-to-control navigation and menus. And then it has the world's first audio-video mini monitor with 1.5-inch LCD screen. So it's easy for mom and dad to take with them around the house while they're doing other things, but keeping an eye on the baby. And it has a safe, secure camera with rem remote pan, tilt, and zoom, infrared night vision, and two-way audio up to 800 feet. So really an amazing device and uh, beautiful design, so really blends with any nursery. And we've also got the world's first jacket that can hold both a laptop and medium-sized tablet at the same time. It's the Scotty Vest Enforcer. Scotty Vest is known for their tech-enabled clothing, and what they've done here is they've got a jacket with 30 pockets to hold all of your modern indispensables, your wallet, your phone, your keys, your, all your gadgets, your stylus, your memory stick. The jacket will not be out till the end of January, but they do have a range of 50 garments, everything from hats and hoodies, cardigans, pants, even boxer shorts, and everything is really designed to prevent that frantic gadget dance. Where's my phone? Where are my keys? You know, as you're rustling around and patting yourself and looking pained with that expression on your face. So we've all been there. So Scotty Vest has you covered with that. And then we have the 808 Audio Cans XL Wireless Speaker. This is designed to let you listen to music from your tablet or your smartphone wirelessly by Bluetooth. And it, you get eight hours of playtime on a rechargeable lithium-ion battery. It's got a really great design. It's um, 360-degree sound, big bass, a carry handle, so it's portable, goes anywhere. And I also found yesterday a really cool gadget called the Love Handle, which Love Handle, Muffin Top, those can uh, have negative connotations. But the Love Handle is actually um, a device you just attach onto the back of your smartphone, and it allows you to keep it with you and stay connected to it, but still have your hands free for your car keys or a cup of coffee or your briefcase. There's more information on all these gadgets on my website, jamiesgotagadget.com. Fantastic stuff. I appreciate you being with us today. Absolutely. Thank you. At Transmedia Worldwide, this is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner. Is your life savings account empty? 
Have you ever thought about investing but can't afford the minimum deposit? Do you want to help the environment? With the Future Card, you can now have that opportunity to be the first in a breakthrough new investing movement. An incredible winning solution for responsible investing by way of our unique Visa gift card. Clients simply add funds, and in turn, we invest those funds in environmentally and socially responsible companies. We make our clients money while at the same time making our planet a better place for all. Need some fast cash? Withdraw your funds or use your future card anywhere Visa is accepted, even at an ATM. Right now, we're giving them away on Indiegogo.com. You also have the chance to win one or two Tesla electric cards. Check it out now at Indiegogo.com slash projects slash the dash future dash card. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search the future card and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. About our newest sponsor here on our big program. That's right. It's a great new GoFundMe campaign. Give Autism Specs and Jeremy's Life. Uh, that's right. Jeremy Dre falls with us today. At the tender age of four years, he was diagnosed with autism. Born and raised in Madison, Wisconsin for about 27 years, he left the place all at once and moved to Chicago as if the place was calling him, as if there was a laid a big change for him. A place truly changed his life forever. A journey in Chicago began with meeting new people, professionals, NGOs who were actively involved in the Autism Speaks Awareness Movement. He also joined the group and engaged himself in Autism Speaks for 11 months. And seriously speaking, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to him. He could easily relate to them and therefore attend all their events and high spirits. It was the best time of his life. We need to help him out today. It's GoFundMe.com slash Let's Help Jeremy D. Uh, right. It's G-O-F-U-A-M-E dot C-O-M slash L-E-T-S H-E-L-P J E R E M Y D and tell them you heard about it here Transmedia Worldwide. The response has been overwhelming, and we thank you guys for shopping the Amazon link at JiggyJaguar.com. Check it out today at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Recently, we spoke to another guest on our radio program, and he had this to say about Amazon. I know you guys work with Amazon a lot. Yes. It's the number one mouthwash on Amazon. We're not asking you to buy anything you don't want or need. You know you're going to do your shopping at Amazon. You might as well help out the broadcast at the same time. To help out our operation, check out JiggyJaguar.com. That's J I. G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com, and thanks for supporting the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Show. And let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign, Marshall Beats. Uh, that's right, Marshall Beats is a series of motivational music videos inspired by stories of real martial artists, including stars from MMA, Muay Thai, kickboxing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, fitness music, and workout music as well. You can use these amazing, amazing Marshall Beats. Each episode will feature an athlete with an amazing story of their struggle against live by sheer determination, hard work, and willpower, they were able to get through these hard times and change for the better. We will also choose up-and-coming up musicians and arrange them to meet the athletes and listen to their story. Hopefully, this will inspire the musician who will compose a track that they will make into a music video. My music videos will be launched on a designated YouTube video channel with a potential TV deal. The tracks will also be available to download as high-quality audio files. Check it out today on Indiegogo.com. Search Marshall Beats. That's M-A-R-T-I-A-L-B-E-A-T-S. Marshall Beats on Indiegogo.com. Check it out today.
tell you about our sponsor for this segment. It is a fantastic, fantastic new marketing partner, G-Stop. Smart Brake Light Modulator and Black Box Recorder. Uh, that's right. This comes from Mark Dealey. Be seen sooner. Safety device for cars, motorbikes, vans, etc. It's designed to help prevent rear-end collisions and keep drivers safe. They've got some amazing backers, but they need to get some more funds. Let's help them out today. Help us make stop happen. Donate a pound to help make G-Stop reach its campaign goal and have your name published in the G-Stop official backers list. Uh, that's right. This is available at kickstarter.com. Kickstarter.com. Search G-Stop, Smart Vehicle Brake Force, Sensing Safety. And uh, also you can get a hold of them at kickstarter.com. And that's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search G-Stop, the Smart Vehicle Brake Force, Sensing Safety. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Hello, everybody. I'm Kip Marlowe, author of The Entrepreneur's Success and Sacrifice. If you're interested in starting a business, growing your current one, or just need some inspiration, this is the book for you. Learn the secrets of success from entrepreneurs like Arlene Neen, who just started her seventh company at the age of 96. Order it at ecrsuccess.com or at Amazon and learn 22 stories of ordinary people who became wildly successful. It could change your life. This is the Risk Takers from Entrepreneurs Club Radio. They were high school sweethearts who had good jobs for a web design firm. Then came the dot-com bust, and they were laid off. Together, for Mena and Ben Trott, it wasn't a good day. Mena had a personal blog, so in his spare time, Ben developed software tailored to her blogging needs. And that was when the light went on. Maybe, just maybe, the new software could be sold to other bloggers. So it was posted online, and within an hour, Mena and Ben got 100 downloads. That's when they knew it could be big. In a flash, Six Apart was born. Starting in their apartment, they raised venture capital funds to the tune of $10 million and became a real company. In fact, now their software is the blogging industry standard. As Mena said, what started as a hobby turned into a full-time job, complete with 70-hour weeks. And it all happened because they were laid off. This is the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. Welcome back to our big program, Coast to Coast and Border to Border on TuneIn. iTunes, our radio loyalty, Stitcher, and of course, 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. Our brand-new Droid app is available at JiggyJaguar.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay, and exclusive news and programming information. Our telephone number is 267-22-JIGGY. We've got Luke Adler with us today. He joins us for our uh, first segment here in hour number one, 13 minutes after the hour. Reaction to Obama's announcement on his gun executive order. And uh, we're going to be talking with U.S. Marshal Retired Weapons Instructor Luke Adler. And um, this th- this has been... Something that we, we heard about potentially over Christmas and now with the press conference yesterday and everything else. Uh, give me your thoughts on this whole thing, Adler. Well, you know, the whole thing is really kind of scary, Jiggy. Yes, yes it is. During his entire presidency, that seems to be what he's really been focused on. You know, from his early comments on early in the administration when he talked about Christians hugging their Bibles and their guns, to this latest thing, an executive order. Really, executive orders should be for the executive branch to tell the executive branch employees, go to work, do your job. 
uh, wear your seat belts when you ride in G-rides, things like that. It, it's not intended, it was never intended, to tell the general population, hey, guess what? I'm going to, by fiat, institute new laws and new directives and, you know, aimed at the citizenry. So that's what's so scary about this whole thing. We've got Luke Adler with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone talking about the reaction to Obama's uh, announcement, his new gun law executive order from a, uh, a U.S. marshal retired perspective and a weapons instructor. Now, now, Luke, uh, there there is a lot here with this whole thing um give give me your thoughts on on where you see this going and and how this is gonna kind of change things moving forward here in the new year well you know if you look at it and you analyze it what did he do he came out from the white house and this thing was written and geared very emotionally and basically it uh he's telling the people hey i'm going to take away some of your constitutional rights but bear with me uh you know let me tug at your heartstrings uh i think it's a good thing and then he says things like you know congress isn't doing their job so i'm going to do their job yeah i thought that we have a separation of powers and that it's not the president's job to make up new laws he's to enforce the laws that are on the books you know uh, i wrote the book chasing bad it's about the three thousand plus you know bandits that i've chased over my career I have seized hundreds and hundreds of guns from bad guys that I've arrested. I have never taken a gun from a law-abiding citizen, ever. Right? And then when I did that, I would write up reports and present those reports to the U.S. Attorney's Office for prosecution. That's the way that's supposed to work. And then they determine what cases they are going to prosecute. Under this administration, they're backing off the prosecutions. And they're aiming everything at law-abiding citizens, saying, hey, we're going to be more restrictive against your gun rights. That's absolutely absurd. And it's really scary. I mean, that's, you know, growing up, that's more stuff that you heard from totalitarian uh, governments, you know, like the Soviet Union or North Korea or Cuba, places like that. Not here in the United States. We've got the fantastic, fantastic Luke Adler with us today. He joins us live. Uh, Luke's book, Chasing Bandits, is available on Amazon.com. We'll also have a link to it on our website at JiggyJaguar.com as well. Um, in our next segment, we're going to talk about the uh, politically targeted IRS audit. But in this segment, we are talking about the uh, president's executive order on guns. Uh, this has been a huge thing all over uh, conservative media and uh, the liberal media have been covering it as well. Um, wh- where do you see th- th- this whole thing? Because th- there, there is you mentioned uh, right there at the top, you have taken guns from criminals but never law-abiding citizens. Uh, this is such a weird deal. What, what is? Uh, you know, a lot of times you're out there on the street and you're chasing bandits. Uh, sometimes drug guys, you know, for whatever reason, uh, probation violation, parole violations, etc. And you come across them and they're out slinging dope again. And typically drug guys carry guns. And they carry guns to protect their drug proceeds from, you know, other bad guys trying to rip them off, yeah. etc. Or you have other convicted felons that use guns to do robberies, uh, home invasions, burglaries, stuff like that. And 
when I come across them, one, we'd seize the gun, take the bandit into custody, and again, you know, process that case. Now, I've seen cases where, um, you know, federal agents have gone out and they ignore guns that are out there and don't seize them from bad guys, right? Well, that's a crime. That's a shame. That's what he needs to use executive orders to say, hey, look, everyone in the executive branch of the United States government, criminal justice guys, when you're out there on the streets and you come across this, seize those illegal weapons, and we're going to prosecute those cases. Not, not against law-abiding citizens, you know, but every, every turn he comes out and he says, hey, you know what, I want to be more restrictive, and the Constitution guarantees that right. He has no place using executive orders to push back against that. That's what's so frightening about this whole thing. We've got Luke Adler with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. Uh, reaction to Obama's announcement on his gun executive order. And uh, we're speaking today with Luke Adler. And uh, he has he's currently a weapons instructor, gun rights advocate. He's also a retired U.S. Deputy Marshal and a former member of the JTTF. And uh, he's got a great new book, Chasing Bandits. Um, talk to me here about the ramifications of this order. Give give us give us your thoughts on that. Well, one of the things the um, you know there is no the only national gun registry that exists, to my knowledge, right now, is it's held under the ATF and it's for uh, controlled firearms like fully automatic weapons, silencers, sawed-off shotguns, things like that. And, and if, let me just say this real quick. Uh, we, as law enforcement in general, don't have access to that list. Right? I've actually had an occasion where, um, it, you know, we came across something, we received some information that somebody had those type weapons. First thing I did was contact the ATF and say, hey, is this individual on the list? Are they allowed to have these weapons and sell these weapons? Because we're receiving information this guy's offering to sell these things. They said, no, the guy that you're asking about is not on that list. So he is not authorized to do that, right? I, I didn't have access to that list. I had to rely on their word. Long story short, we decided to go interview the guy before getting a warrant for his arrest and kicking in his door and shooting his dog. We go out there to talk to the guy, and he's telling me, well, hey, I'm a licensed, you know, Class three licensed dealer. Um, and I said, you are? Does the government know that? He said, oh, yeah, absolutely. you got to go through all this rigmarole with the ATF to do this. And they're the ones I bought most of these weapons from. Now, that's a frightening situation, right? That's the only national gun registry that I know of. But with this new executive order, potentially, they're trying to push and say that, hey, anyone, any citizen of the United States that ever sells a gun is potentially uh, a gun dealer and needs to go out and, and have a gun dealer's license. And these private sales, neighbor to neighbor, relative to relative, um, we can record those. As it stands right now, you know, on the uh, NCIC checks, if you decide to go in and buy a gun today and your local uh, FFL dealer runs your name, that record in theory disappears after a short period of time. So there's no registration of that. Okay, well, on the private sales, those are for commercial sales, uh, FFL dealers. On the private side of the house, that's not necessarily so. And so if they can push and by executive order say, well, anyone who possesses a firearm and goes to sell it is a theory dealer, and so now they have to go through this onerous process of uh, doing background checks on each other, uh, 
and the government could, in theory, use that information to establish a, a registry, if you would, of who has guns. And that's a frightening, that's a frightening uh, thought. I've actually run into that here in the state of Missouri, where I am a, uh, uh, an instructor on both LEOSA, the, the Law Enforcement Officer Safety Act, that's retired law enforcement officers who carry firearms, and uh, concealed carry. The federal government a number of years ago went out and asked the state quietly, hey, give us a list of everyone who has a concealed carry permit in the, in the state of Missouri. And once the state legislators found that out, they, they pushed back against that, and rightly so. That's not the government's information. They, they don't have a right to that information. If they want to know does Luke have a uh, gun or does Luke have a concealed carry permit and they think I'm doing something illegal, they need to go in front of a judge and present probable cause and get the original warrants and stuff. So by executive action, I think they're trying to do an end around a lot of that. And that's frightening. We've got Luke Adler with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone, 23 minutes after the hour. Uh, Luke is with us today talking a little bit about the reaction to Obama's announcement on his gun executive order. Luke is also the author of Chasing Bandits. It's available on Amazon. Uh, from an, you, you, you've been talking here from an extremely informed perspective. But tell me how and if this will actually reduce crime and terrorism. Well, it doesn't reduce crime and terrorism at all. You look at the San Bernardino incident, uh, none of these laws would have curtailed that. Uh, And that was a straw purchase uh, situation where you've got a guy, the the shooter in that incident, he he decided he didn't want to draw attention to himself, so he went and asked his friend, hey, go on out there and buy these weapons for me and funnel them to me. Right? That's already illegal. There's a crime against that. And, and the government should be investigating, looking at that kind of thing. That happens a lot of times with organized crime or uh, bandits, you know, that regular gangbangers or whatever, where they'll go and they'll try and find a friend, a relative, a boyfriend, girlfriend, that kind of thing, to go out and purchase firearms for them. That's illegal. So that's the kind of thing that they need to, you know, be addressing. And the problem, one of the big problems, Jiggy, is... If you look at the federal laws, 18 U.S.C. 922, that's where your weapons offenses are going to be found, there are already a ton of laws on the books that govern all this stuff. All right? What they need to do is actually uh, enforce those laws, not try and make up new ones by executive order. We've got the great Luke Adler with us today. Yes, it, it is. It is a uh, it is a very precarious situation. Luke Adler's with us today. He's currently a weapons instructor and gun rights advocate. He's also a retired U.S. Deputy Marshal, former member of the JTTF, and uh, he has a great book called Chasing Bandits. He's with us today discussing in this first segment the reaction to Obama's announcement on his gun executive order. Um, Tell me a little bit about how this will affect the average legal gun owner. We kind of we kind of spotlighted that a few few moments earlier, but uh, break it down into more details for me. Uh, you've got the experience and the knowledge here. You're a treasure trove of insight. Tell me a little bit about how this will affect the average gun owner. Well, any time that they pass a new law, it only affects law-abiding citizens for one. And I've run against you know plenty of guys uh, taking literally hundreds of guns off the street. Uh, but again, only illegally possessed firearms. That bad guy had no legal right to possess those firearms. 
right? I've never taken a gun from a, a law-abiding citizen. So now what they're doing is they're aiming their efforts at the law-abiding citizens and not the bad guys. Again, now he, he did talk about some of the mental health issues, and one of the things that people don't realize you know, as, as a federal law enforcement officer, when you run someone to get a background, to see a criminal background, if you encounter a bad guy, uh, you get zero on the mental health. Those systems are not combined, right? And there, there has been some things gone afoot, especially out in California, where the government wants to get a look at medical records and or through Social Security to see does someone get disability for some kind of... Uh, um, a um, psychiatric problem and without due process going out there and confiscate their guns all right no one should have their rights taken away without due process all right I, in my career 30 years of federal law enforcement i've only had one time where i presented a case to the u.s attorney's office um, for a person who was uh, deemed uh, incompetent mentally Right? And as it happened, that subject was also a convicted felon. But that's how we pursued uh, on the prosecution on that guy. All right? Typically, as a U.S. Marshal, when I encounter someone, I have no idea if they've ever been uh, locked up you know, in a psychiatric ward somewhere. So um, as, as this executive order goes forward, they're going to try and treat, is what it sounds like, all of your law-abiding citizens as though they are gun dealers. If they have a gun and they sell it or transfer that gun to a friend or another relative. And I think there, there have been some cases up in the Northeast where, you know, someone purchased a gun in one state with the intent to give it to a relative in another state. Nothing criminal about that. Neither one of these people are, uh, you know, banned from having guns. And yet the federal government steps in to say, aha, you know, you violated this. This is no good. You're a bad guy. That's, that's ridiculous. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll keep chatting with Luke Adler. He's our guest for hour number one, 28 minutes after the hour. Back with more here on our program. Transmedia Worldwide. This is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner. Is your life savings account empty? Have you ever thought about investing but can't afford the minimum deposit? Do you want to help the environment? With the Future Card, you can now have that opportunity to be the first in a breakthrough new investing movement. An incredible winning solution for responsible investing by way of our unique Visa gift card. Clients simply add funds, and in turn, we invest those funds in environmentally and socially responsible companies. We make our clients money while at the same time making our planet a better place for all. Need some fast cash? Withdraw your funds or use your future card anywhere Visa is accepted, even at an ATM. Right now, we're giving them away on Indiegogo.com. You also have the chance to win one or two Tesla electric cards. Check it out now at Indiegogo.com slash 
projects slash the dash future dash card. That's I N D I E G O G O dot com. Search the future card and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. About our newest sponsor here on our big program. That's right. It's a great new GoFundMe campaign. Give Autism Specs and Jeremy's Live.、Uh, that's right. Jeremy Dre falls with us today. At the tender age of four years, he was diagnosed with autism. Born and raised in Madison, Wisconsin, for about 27 years, he left the place all at once and moved to Chicago as if the place was calling him, as if there was a laid a big change for him. A place truly changed his life forever. A journey in Chicago began with meeting new people, professionals, NGOs who were actively involved in the Autism Speaks awareness. Movement. He also joined the group and engaged himself in autism. Speaks for 11 months, and seriously speaking, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to him. He could easily relate to them and therefore attend all their events and high spirits. It was the best time of his life. We need to help him out today. It GoFundMe.com/slash. Let's help Jeremy D. That、uh, it's G O F U A M E dot C O M slash L E T S H E L P. J E R E M Y D, and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. If a tree falls in the forest without anyone hearing it, does it still get turned into paper? DiggyJaguar.com. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign. Marshall Beats.、Uh, that's right. Marshall Beats is a series of motivational music videos inspired by stories of real martial artists, including stars from MMA, Muay Thai, kickboxing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, fitness music, and workout music as well. You can use these amazing, amazing Marshall Beats. Each episode will feature an athlete with an amazing story of their struggle against live by. Determination, hard work, and willpower—they were able to get through these hard times and change for the better. We will also choose up up-and-coming musicians and arrange them to meet the athletes and listen to their story. Hopefully, this will inspire the musician who will compose a track that they will make into a music video. My music videos will be launched on a designated YouTube video channel with a potential TV deal. The tracks will also be available to download as high-quality audio files. Check it out today on Indiegogo.com. Search Marshall Beats. That's M A R T I A L B E A T S Marshall Beats on Indiegogo.com. Check it out today. Tell you about our sponsor for this segment. It is a fantastic, fantastic new marketing partner. G Stop Smart Break Light Modulator and Black Box Recorder.、Uh, that's right. This comes from Mark Dealey. Be seen sooner. Safety device for cars, motorbikes, vans, etc. It's designed to help prevent rear-end collisions and keep drivers safe. They've got some amazing backers, but they need to get some more funds. Let's help them out today. Help us make stop happen. Donate a pound to help make G Stop reach its campaign goal and have your name published in the G Stop official backers list.、Uh, that's right. This is available at Kickstarter.com. Kickstarter.com. Search. G Stop Smart Vehicle Brake Force Sensing Safety, and、uh, also you can get a hold of them at Kickstarter.com, and that's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search G Stop the Smart Vehicle Brake Force Sensing Safety, and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide.
Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhalls. Looking for a way out of seemingly eons of interest payments on your home? Then try some of these great tips to reduce your mortgage interest costs and possibly shorten the life of your loan all without refinancing. First, increase your monthly payments. This is perhaps the most appealing method for those with significant room in the budget. You throw as much extra money at the mortgage as you feel is reasonable. For example, if you pay 200 extra bucks per month on your 30-year fixed loan at 3 and 5 eighths percent interest on a home with a $270,000 mortgage, you'd save almost $43,000 in interest and will pay off your loan six years and eight months early. You can even be more aggressive and find out what the 15-year monthly payment amount would be and add that additional amount to your 30-year mortgage payment. The first seven years of a mortgage are mostly interest, so your bucks will make a bigger difference earlier. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhals. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program is back on the network. Welcome back. We've got Luke Adler with us today. Dr. Jack Caravelli coming up in our next segment. Luke Adler is the author of Bandits, Chasing Bandits. He did that for a heck of a lot of years. It chronicles the true stories of ten bandits on the run who thought they could escape capture. They were wrong. And uh, Luke Adler details all that in his great new book. We've got a link to it on our website through Amazon, and you can uh, purchase the book through Amazon. We get a credit, plus you get connected with the great book, Chasing Bandits. In this segment, we're going to be talking with Luke Adler about politically targeted IRS audits. It sure looks like it, but... And uh, Luke Adler with us today. He's a retired U.S. Marshal and former member of the JTTF. And uh, he was audited by the IRS a few weeks ago. Incidentally, this is the same year that he started speaking out against Obama's policies and against Hillary's email, Benghazi, etc. His primary business is firearms training, and he has not been told that uh, his business was compared with other similar businesses, and that's why it was flagged for an audit Uh, During his nine years on the JTTF, he couldn't get the IRS to look at an immigrant, terrorist, or bandit. He also couldn't get them to look at visiting Nigerians who opened a shop in St. Louis and were preparing refugees' taxes fraudulently. He goes on to say this is just the year alone. He has spoken with nearly a dozen people who told him that someone had fraudulently filed taxes under their SSN and identity, but with a point. 0.7% chance of ever being audited, he got one. He's with us today here on our broadcast. First of all, Luke, (laughs) I've heard this happen a lot to people. Um, I remember back when Clinton was in the White House, you would hear folks like uh, Man Cal Mahler out of Chicago or others who had been audited, strangely, uh, (laughs) after they spoke out. Um, I remember during the uh, during the Bush White House, uh, there was people like Keith Olbermann and others getting audited, and it's like, that's really peculiar. Um, <laughs> first of all, and is this is it just a fluke, and the system basically worked flawlessly as designed, or what? 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 What's the situation here? Well, that's what you know. That's the good question. It certainly raises your eyebrow. Um, you know what happened to me. I started talking on conservative radio. Yeah. And people asked me about things like um, the Hillary email scandal. And my opinion is it's not as much of a scandal as it is a violation of federal law. 
That's what I stated. Well, two months after that, first time I ever stated that, I get a nasty gram from the IRS saying, hey, you're being audited, right? That came to me, uh, appropriately enough, on Friday the 13th, November the 13th. <laughs> Shocking. So the same time I'm sitting here watching the terrorist events unfold over in Paris, I go to the mailbox and I get this letter from the IRS. Well, I don't have a problem with that. You know, the IRS needs to have a mechanism, uh, you know, where it can ask people to come in. But then you begin to look at it and you think, you know what, there's less than 1% chance you'll be audited. That's pretty slim, right? So then the next question is, well, why me? Um, and, and so I, when, I, when I went and spoke to these folks, that's the first thing I asked. Well, you know, just, just curious, how come me? And the first thing they said was, well, your business was flagged. And it was compared against other similar businesses. Well, I actually do a couple things under my uh, under my LLC, my company, and primarily what I do is uh, instruct uh, firearm safety. Uh, I teach LEOSA, the, the Law Enforcement Officer Safety Act, to retired uh, law enforcement officers yeah. who carry guns, and to uh, citizens, you know, who want to carry guns in the state of Missouri under the concealed carry permit. Right, so that's what I do. So within it raises my eyebrow and thinks, well, wait a minute. You're saying I, my business was flagged and you're comparing it against others. Are you taking an unfair look? Is there some, something going on with the government that they're beginning to target people who are in the firearms industry? Well, you look at a couple of years ago when the federal government was putting a lot of pressure on the banking institutes to not um, loan funds to anyone in the firearms industry. And that secret got out of the bag and kind of got out there, and Congress said, whoa, 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 what is this? And there were some, you know, some heavy-handed tactics going on, threatening, you know, that their banking licenses, that kind of thing, would be affected if they, uh, you know, if they didn't uh, curtail their loans to uh, firearms industry. But that kind of passed. So you say that to say, well, so the government does, or at least this administration does appear to be using some of these agencies in more of a political fashion. Well, then you look at, you know, you don't have to look any further than uh, the Tea Party and Lois Lerner. You know, Harry Reid getting out talking about Mitt Romney's taxes. Well, how in the world would he know about Mitt Romney's taxes? <laughs> you know, unless you have political operatives who are feeding you this information and they're looking at things that they shouldn't be looking at. Right? We yeah. all, we're all citizens of the United States. We all need to be treated fairly and, and according to the laws of the United States and the Constitution. And so any time that you have an administration that, you know, says, well, wait a minute, or an agency of that administration, you know, even if you, you were to believe that Lois Lerner acted by herself and just decided, you know, as a political uh, opponent of conservative, I'm going to start targeting all these agencies, it's wrong and it's criminal. And yet this, this administration... The DOJ says, no, nothing here, folks. Move along. We're not going to do anything. And then, you know, um, I think uh, John Costner is the current commissioner of the IRS. He, he was called in in front of Congress, and they were so infuriated with him and his actions and his uh, behavior, and then the fact that they were destroying uh, computers and computer emails and things like that, that it seemed that's another <laughs> common thread, apparently, in this administration, <laughs> and then they give answers like, hey, you know what, we only have a six-month retention policy, 
Is that fair? We, we, we have to hold our taxes for, what, seven years? And they have a six-month retention, the IRS? That's crazy. So those, those are the things that, you know, whether or not, I mean, maybe the system worked flawlessly, and it was just my term. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I have all my receipts. But even with that, if that's the truth, in light of the fact that the government, the IRS, saying that by the end of 2016 they will pay out $21 billion with a B in fraudulent tax returns, does that sound competent? I don't think so. So why aren't all of their resources aimed at that criminal behavior? You know, you had heard, uh, mentioned it earlier. I, you know, during my career here, I got information from an, uh, some folks that actually immigrated to the United States from Eastern Europe who are telling me, hey, there's a couple of Nigerian guys in here, and they're targeting people in our community to do our taxes. I'm thinking, what? These guys aren't even citizens. They're not even resident aliens. They're visitors from Nigeria, and they're processing people's taxes, and they were doing it fraudulently. And you couldn't get the IRS to say boo about it or take a look at it. That's scary. We've got the fantastic, fantastic Luke Adler with us today. Luke, as we uh, as we go, my friend, uh, where where do you see this situation with with the uh, with the IRS potentially targeting people? Is that going to get worse as we move through the new year? Well, unless unless people become aware of that and talk to their um, you know their representatives and make them aware of it, and and have Congress to say, whoa, whoa, whoa. What are you doing here? Not unlike the banking situation when they were saying, hey, dry up all the funds and don't, don't give money to the uh, banking industry. You know, clearly, looking at this administration, he has been targeting the lawful citizens of the United States on their Second Amendment rights. What if he decides to branch out a little bit and go against your right to, uh, you know, self-incrimination or your right to freedom of speech? or your right to have an attorney. I mean, it's a scary thought. This is like uh, old Soviet Union stuff. We've got Luke Adler with us today. Pick up Chasing Bandits. It's available on Amazon. How's the book doing, by the way? Well, not good enough. We need to get those sales out there so we can take care of this IRS. <laughs> I love that. The, 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 the master marketer himself, Luke Adler, with us today. <laughs> Well, Luke, I will uh, touch base with you here in a couple months. I love having you on every once in a while. And uh, have yourself a good January, and we'll talk soon. Thank you, man. You too, sir, my friend. Thank, Thank you. you, man. Luke Adler with us today. That is fantastic. The master manipulator. Master marketer. Got to love it. Luke Adler with us today. Dr. Jack Carabelli. Yes, that Dr. Jack Carabelli is coming up At Transmedia Worldwide, this is an amazing, amazing new marketing partner. Is your life savings account empty? 
Have you ever thought about investing but can't afford the minimum deposit? Do you want to help the environment? With the Future Card, you can now have that opportunity to be the first in a breakthrough new investing movement. An incredible winning solution for responsible investing by way of our unique Visa gift card. Clients simply add funds, and in turn, we invest those funds in environmentally and socially responsible companies. We make our clients money while at the same time making our planet a better place for all. Need some fast cash? Withdraw your funds or use your future card anywhere Visa is accepted, even at an ATM. Right now, we're giving them away on Indiegogo.com. You also have the chance to win one or two Tesla electric cards. Check it out now at Indiegogo.com slash projects slash the dash future dash card. That's I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O dot com. Search the future card and tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. About our newest sponsor here on our big program. That's right. It's a great new GoFundMe campaign. Give Autism Specs and Jeremy's Life. Uh, that's right. Jeremy Dre falls with us today. At the tender age of four years, he was diagnosed with autism. Born and raised in Madison, Wisconsin for about 27 years, he left the place all at once and moved to Chicago as if the place was calling him, as if there was a laid a big change for him. A place truly changed his life forever. A journey in Chicago began with meeting new people, professionals, NGOs who were actively involved in the Autism Speaks Awareness movement. He also joined the group and engaged himself in Autism Speaks for 11 months. And seriously speaking, this is the biggest thing that's ever happened to him. He could easily relate to them and therefore attend all their events and high spirits. It was the best time of his life. We need to help him out today. It's GoFundMe.com slash Let's Help Jeremy D. Uh, that, it's G-O-F-U-A-M-E dot C-O-M slash L-E-T-S H-E-L-P J E R E M Y D and tell them you heard about it here Transmedia Worldwide. The hottest EDM music is available right now. Hashtag EDM Music Hub. Check out EDMMusicHub.com. 24-7 stream of the best in EDM, electronic, dance, and more. Check out EDM Music Hub. Press promo is available at Facebook.com slash EDM Music Hub. Check it out today. If you want to submit your music, it's EDM Music Hub at gmail.com. EDM Music Hub. The best in EDM. Listen right now. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign, Marshall Beats. Uh, that's right. Marshall Beats is a series of motivational music videos inspired by stories of real martial artists, including stars from MMA, Muay Thai, kickboxing, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, fitness music, and workout music as well. You can use these amazing, amazing Marshall Beats. Each episode will feature an athlete with an amazing story of their struggle against live by determination, hard work, and willpower, they were able to get through these hard times and change for the better. We will also choose up up-and-coming musicians and arrange them to meet the athletes and listen to their story. Hopefully, this will inspire the musician who will compose a track that they will make into a music video. My music videos will be launched on a designated YouTube video channel with a potential TV deal. The tracks will also be available to download as high-quality audio files. Check it out today on Indiegogo.com. Search Marshall Beats. That's M-A-R-T-I-A-L-B-E-A-T-S. Marshall Beats on Indiegogo.com. Check it out today.
tell you about our sponsor for this segment. It is a fantastic, fantastic new marketing partner, G-Stop. Smart Break Light Modulator and Black Box Recorder. Uh, that's right. This comes from Mark Dealey. Be seen sooner. Safety device for cars, motorbikes, vans, etc. It's designed to help prevent rear-end collisions and keep drivers safe. They've got some amazing backers, but they need to get some more funds. Let's help them out today. Help us make G-Stop happen. Donate a pound to help make G-Stop reach its campaign goal and have your name published in the G-Stop official backers list. Uh, that's right. This is available at kickstarter.com. Kickstarter.com. Search G-Stop. Smart vehicle brake force. Sensing safety. And uh, also you can get a hold of them at kickstarter.com. And that's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search G-Stop. The smart vehicle brake force sensing safety. And tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. Welcome to the Racing to Success Minute with Nadine Lajoie. Anticipate and go the extra mile. As a leader, as an entrepreneur, even as a person, as an employee, you always need to think ahead. It's an habit that you have to get into your comfort zone. A lot of people, they are just doing the minimum that they can do. And that it's not like that you will achieve success. Even for employees, your A players, employees, I can guarantee you they are thinking ahead, they anticipate, they think like they would be in your own shoes. And as a leader, you need to do the same for your clients. When you see the vision, when you anticipate, your clients will trust you even more. My name is Nadine at NadineRacing.com. The Jiggy Jaguar radio program continues. Yes, indeed, it is. 52 minutes after the hour. Thanks for joining us today. Download our official Android app at JiggyJaguar.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay. And, of course, past programming is available there as well. Exclusive news on our app. We are going to be broadcasting on the app exclusively from Las Vegas at the end of the month. We are going to be attending the Adult Video News Convention, otherwise known as the Porn Awards. And uh, <laughs> we will be going out there with uh, Mr. Bob Hunter and uh, a few others. It will be a uh, all Bob really wants is the laminate with his name on it. That's all he wants. Uh, we've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. He has uh, extensive experience in both the intelligence and policymaking sides of the U.S. government. And... Uh, Dr. Jack, we have got more North Korea issues. Um, what what is going on over there? I guess they they have supposedly detonated a hydrogen bomb uh, from a, from a policy perspective, and a uh, just a, knowing the insides of uh, of of the business, as they say. Uh, what are your thoughts on this North Korea situation? James, always great to be with you. Yes. Happy New Year to you, and of course your listeners. Definitely. Uh, before I get into that, let, let me just offer my services as a I guess, commentator in Las Vegas. <laughs> yes. You know, it's, uh, I always want to support the show anyway. I <laughs> exactly. Thank you, Doctor. I uh, just wanted to put that out there. There you go. Uh, let, let, me, um, uh, let, let me go 
to North Korea more seriously. Uh, a little bit of background. Uh, North Korea, uh, since 2006, I believe, uh, has demonstrated that it has the capability to uh, detonate uh, atomic weapons, nuclear devices. Now, a hydrogen bomb, as they're claiming, uh, and I think the claim is probably false, a hydrogen bomb is at least two things different. Number one, uh, it is much more powerful, as you know, uh, than an atomic weapon. Uh, and the second part, James, is to be able to actually detonate a hydrogen device is, in most regards, more difficult technically than what the North Koreans have demonstrated so far. Now, I'm not saying that it didn't happen, but, you know, uh, number three, uh, it's sort of on that side of the ledger, uh, is simply that from the seismic measuring that's been done, the, uh, the force of the blast, uh, the yield, as the experts call it, uh, almost certainly is much smaller than what a, uh, a hydrogen bomb or more accurately a thermonuclear device would, would normally provide. So, you know, I mean, it'd be shocking to think, of course, that the North Koreans would ever try to uh, puff up their capability or, or lie to the world. Uh, they would never do that, of course. Uh, but, you know, given what we, what we know sort of objectively, uh, let's just say I'm far from convinced uh, at, that's po at this point that, you know, we really have a, a hydrogen bomb. What's more likely uh, are one of two things. Number one, another atomic test, which obviously is serious in itself. I, I don't underestimate the importance of that at all. Or possibly, number two, an atomic um, a device that was what they call boosted, which may have had, uh, you know, at least attempted to have a bit more of a uh, of yield than some of the smaller atomic devices. So there's a couple of options out there. Uh, hydrogen is one, but I, I don't think it's the most compelling one. We've got the fabulous Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today, 56 minutes after the hour. And uh, this uh, executive action, this executive order by President Obama when it comes to uh, gun control and, and kind of dealing with, with some, of the, uh, some of the mass shootings and uh, some of this, um, we've had various people on. Yesterday we had Sonia Madison on, who's our uh, legal expert out of Atlanta. She's like, no one's coming for your guns. And then an hour later, we have Donald Mazzella, Dan Perkins on, and they are like, oh, my God, he's coming for the guns. Um, <laughs> from a governmental perspective and from all your experience that you've had, what do you make of the uh, of this executive order that the president has issued? Well, you know, a couple things. Number one, I, I do not think he's coming for the guns. That's just, that's just not going to happen. That's an overreaction. Yeah. Uh, number two... You know, you've, you've got to ask yourself, look, we are now in 2016. We've had this on Obama's watch, sadly and tragically, years and years, James, as you and I have discussed, uh, you know, mass, mass shootings of various types against school children, university students, uh, innocent adults. Uh, you know, this has been going on for years, and what has Obama done up to now? You know, literally nothing. You know, he blames that on the Congress, well, so be it. So, you know, I think whatever he's doing is very late in the game, and, you know, maybe I'm cynical, 
but you know you can't help but think that you know he's certainly playing at the end of his time in office a, a bit of a political game. I'm sorry. Um, you know, num- number three, the the attempts uh, are, are probably going to turn out to be on the margins in terms of background checks and the like. I, I like the idea personally of background checks. Um, you know, w- will that prevent all gun violence? Of course not. Uh, but but I think there's no rational reason not to have genuine background checks. You know, obviously, you don't want... I like the Second Amendment. I like responsible people having firearms. I don't like wackos and terrorists getting them. <laughs> yes, you are correct, yeah, well, sir. I they don't get them, no. But as a government, I think you should at least try to do the things that you can do, you know, to at least make it harder. Uh, the final thing that that really puzzles me in this, you know, maybe is something that I, I find hard to believe that the administration didn't think about. You know, to me, and I, I, I don't take credit for this original thought, but to me, I, I think it should absolutely be a federal crime punishable by a minimum of 10 years in prison for any crime on, on top of the, the crime itself that uses a handgun or obviously a semi-automatic weapon. You know, if you're going to really deter it, you know, throw some fear of God into, you know, people like bank robbers and, uh, you know, others, uh, again, you're not going to fix the whole problem. There is no one fix for it. We've got 300 million guns in this country, I think. Uh, So anything can be uh, poo-pooed, but I really wish Obama, if he was serious about this, would have said, you know, that he's proposing, you know, that any federal, you know, any crime using a handgun is 10 years minimum in prison. Have have a great day if you want to do it. That is uh, that is the best thing that I have heard, and the best way I've heard this articulated, Doctor Jack, because it seems like that nobody's saying this. And it's not even, it, you know, people aren't even saying this on, on, on the major networks, on the, on the big shows, all, all over the place. Nobody's saying exactly what you just said. Why is this? Well, I, you know, I can't answer for that, James. I appreciate your good thoughts on it. Uh, but look, we, we, we should try again to do two things. Number one, keep firearms out of the hands of those really shouldn't have them. And number two, you know, deter again to the extent we can, you know, those that might be tempted to use it. The, you know, look at what's happened in Baltimore, what's happening in Chicago. You know, we are gunning down, uh, you know, particularly in the inner cities, you know, you know, wonderful and good people that deserve better from, from us as a government, you know, at national and, and state levels and local, of course, than, than what we're getting. But I would not let, you know, local judges have the discretion. For example, if a guy goes into a bank and, you know, again, uses a gun in committing the robbery and is caught, you know, I know in the state of Virginia, you know, there are local judges that might give them, you know, two or three-year sentences. You know, they're knocked in half for good behavior. These guys are out after a year or two. I would throw them in a slammer for at least a decade uh, and say, if you want to use a gun and you're caught, you know, we're going to lock you up. It's going to be for a substantial amount of time and not give the judges discretion 
uh, on, on that issue at least. We've got Dr. Jack Caravelli with us today. And, Doctor, um, I appreciate you making time for us today. As always, thanks for uh, coming on, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. James, as always, it's a great pleasure, and uh, thank you, and good, good luck with the show. You did a terrific job last year, and it's uh, you know I look forward to supporting you again this year. Definitely. I'm looking forward to it as well, my friend. And uh, have yourself a wonderful, wonderful Wednesday, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you, Doctor. Thanks for Appreciate it. Dr. Jack Caravelli, we're going to take a time out, and uh, it's our top of the hour artist of the day. DJ Stax from Stax Me Productions on the ones and twos. I got money in my pocket, ain't nobody gon' take a middle finger to the people who told me that I would make it. When you're feeling at the top, everybody gon' hate it. I'm one of my five for me, all the bad girls make it. I got money in my pocket, ain't nobody gon' take a middle finger to the people who told me that I would make it. When you're feeling at the top, everybody gon' hate it. I'm one of my five for me, all the bad girls. That's how we do it, 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 I'ma go in, that's how we do it, that's how we do it, vigilante ladies, I know you asking about me, a lot of cams in the spot but they don't flash without me, 5'11 skinnies, and I sag them proudly, you gon' have to dance to get this cash about me, pockets full of money greener than the gold light, Couple chains turn me to a walking strobe light. Keep on wishing, I see you in the distance. All these haters put my finger in a vertical position. Stick to the budget that you can't afford. 100k on some threads, that's when I'm bored. Throw some money up and make it pour on the poor. The type of swagger that you can't ignore. But then the ride with that dude's dudes, this ain't what they used to. Don't compare me to artists that can't produce too. Never going back to the old me This is when you mix bars with a dope I got money in my pocket Ain't nobody gon' take a little finger To the people who told me that I would make it When you're chillin' at the top Everybody gon' hate it I'm a number five for me All the bad girls make it oh, That's how we do it 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 I got women and they nudity Swimming in the pool with me Toting heavy toolery I'm not with that foolery Trying to be humble but the best is who I prove to be I'm just writing raps and writing other rappers eulogies I told her make it So she made it I'll never be tried Mess with me, I'ma make it <laughs> Yeah, I'm about mine See, I'm about mine Play with mines, I guarantee you get an outline You're at a standstill See me, I grant heal I can add up all your work and make a landfill I'm immaculate, you're less than adequate I'm trying to turn a K into an M just like a magic trick Mind of a genius, I feel so alone Whipping in the forum with the top blown My pockets look like I just got a loan Now the girlies won't leave me alone Cause I, I got, got money in my pocket, ain't nobody gon' take me to the people who told me that I would make it when you're chilling at the top. Everybody gon' hate it. I'm a number five for me. All the bad girls make it. Oh, oh, oh. That's how we do it. 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 I got money in my pocket. Ain't nobody gon' take a middle finger to the people who 
It is the afternoon edition of the world famous Chiggy Jaguar radio program, eight minutes after the top of the hour. Thanks for joining us. We are going to be talking to Donald Bazella, Dan Perkins. Actually, it's just Donald Bazella and IQ Rizzoli at the bottom, or at the top of the third hour. At the bottom of this hour, we'll talk to Randy Sutton from Las Vegas. A Las Vegas themed show today. We talked to Caravelli about us going out there. We're going to talk to a guy who lives out there. So we're going to do that. It is fantastic as always. Thanks for joining us today. Good stuff coming up right now. We've got a great guest with us today here on the telephone. We're going to go ahead and let him introduce himself, and we'll talk a little bit about why he's here. Go ahead and jump in there, my friend, and give us a brief introduction. Hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is Coach AK. I guess you call me a, a sports philanthropist. A um, little bit about me. I'm the founder of a, an international nonprofit called Empower to Play, where we use sports to provide opportunities and uh, create a global family. And I'm also the uh, 
founder of a website called uh, 365 Days of Content, where my premise is to see the impact one man can make on the world in one year. So that's a little bit about me. Well, tell, tell, tell us about the, uh, the non-profit. Well, um, Empowered to Play, um, the, our mission is to provide opportunities for communities around the world. Um, we believe that anybody, no matter their background, can make an impact on this world. And what we do is we do host sports camps, international sports camps in under-resourced communities, as well as provide scholarships for uh, high-achieving students. Well, uh, give, us, give us a little bit more details, websites, all these things. How, how can we get in touch okay. with the nonprofit? Right, so what we did, I'll just a little bit of background. We actually just got back from Asia, and what we did, we introduced the game of American football to 300 kids living in the shanty towns, very similar to uh, a slum like in India. And in 48 hours, the community came together. So we had uh, mothers, brothers, moms, dads, sisters from that community, uh, as well as our team in the United States. Um, we introduced the game of American football. And we also use the sports, football, to identify 16 students and then gave them educational scholarships and also set them up with um, mentors in their aspired profession. So let's say a student wanted to be a radio host, for example. We would set them up with a radio host as a mentor uh, because in these communities they may have never met a doctor, a radio host, or even a teacher. So that is at uh, www.empower2play, that's the number two, play.org. Now, uh, you're, you're involved in all sorts of other projects. Fill us in on some of the right. other projects you're involved in. Well, the other one I'm involved in is a blog that I have, and that's called 365 Days of AK. That's 365 and then AK, like Alpha Kilo. And on my 31st birthday, um, I was working actually at a school called Phillips, I'm sorry, uh, the St. Paul School in Concord, New Hampshire. And I decided to leave there and see the impact one person can make on the world in one year. And I believe a lot of people believe that you have to be a celebrity, you have to be a millionaire, impact. But you can make an impact with the resources, the skills that you have right now, not only in your home or your community, but around the world. So every day I post a video on the impact I uh, am making and just follow that process. You've got uh, – tell us a little more about this blog. That sounds very interesting. Tell us about it. Well, it started off um, the, first, the first week, actually, was following my travels to uh, Kazan City, Philippines, where we did this camp. So every day – you, I would upload a video. So, for example, this week is about personal development. And one thing that a lot of people want to do is make an impact, but sometimes the impact that you need to make first is the impact on yourself. And some people are unmotivated. Some people are just down and out in life. And the last thing they can think about is how can they serve someone else when they're so down and out. So this week is about personal development. I talked yesterday about um, taking action and being maybe unmotivated. And I, in that talk, I talked about how 
you know, there's probably a billion people on this planet, over a billion people on the planet, that are going to jobs that they do not like, maybe schools or classes are doing activities that they do not like, but they do it unmotivated. But sometimes we use being not being motivated as an excuse not to take action. So in that talk, I talked about what are strategies you can use to take action, as well as showing videos about, you know, here's how you can help a homeless man on the street make impact. We've got a, a great guest with us today here on the line talking a little bit about all sorts of different things. Um, give us more detail on, on the blog. I'm, I'm really interested in this, uh, in this project you're involved in. Give us more details here. Okay. Yeah, so I would say that my goal this year is obviously to show the impact that one person can make, but I never expected to do it by myself. And with the nonprofit, with 365 days of AK that charts my path, is to hopefully inspire others to also want to make an impact, to believe that right now, where they are in their life, that they can make this world a better place than when they found it. And with the Empower to Play, with 365 Days of AK, uh, what I want to do, when as, all, as well as the organization, is provide opportunities, avenues, mediums, for people to want to get involved and also want to give back. So. Let's say your background is a, uh, a teacher. We will find a place for you within the organization, maybe even other organizations, where they can find ways to give back. Um, mine, the way I give back is through sports. That's why I believe I'm on this planet, is to make an impact through sports. So that is the avenue that I have decided to, to take. But it can be the same thing with music, with art, with business, whatever avenue you decide to do, you, you know, might be through your voice by empowering, connecting. So what I want to do, what we want to do, is to provide opportunities for ways to give back and make this world a better place. I appreciate you making time for us today. Thanks for coming on our program. Thank you. Thank you. Have a good day. Incredible new sponsor, Transmedia Worldwide. Ever wondered how to stop yourself eating chocolate? Well, we have designed the chocolate wristband using research conducted by St. George's Hospital in London. This fantastic vanilla band can help reduce crisis by up to 50 cents. The wristband keeps working for months. Give up the pure aroma Tahitian vanilla made by the clever people at scentedsilicone.com. Check them out today at igg.me at slash c-h-o-c-i-t-b-a-n-d. That's Jokit. Need of their incomplete help to school beat a project building back up. Um, founder, she has the family on these current the building ground. Bin. Many faces, it knows no limits, it knows no bounds. We have seen terror as great white sharks, man eating apes, 40 foot snakes, aliens, rats, ants, lizards. Dogs, bees, birds, wind, fog, cars, dinosaurs, talking dolls, match, guys with hockey masks, guys with chainsaws, even tomatoes. But nothing, nothing can prepare you for the ultimate in evil. It knows where you live. What's happening? It knows where you sleep. Get out of the house! It knows where you hide. 
I'm going downstairs without a flashlight. It knows no fear. <laughs> it's dark out there. And it's not in a good mood. Get ready to be scared all over again. Because evil has a new name. Squirrel. Ah, it's a squirrel! It's a squirrel! Squirrel. Starts Friday at the Groper Drive-In. Incredible new marketing partner, Transmedia Worldwide. Gerard's fight for a dying dream. Hello, everyone. Gerard is a dreamer and an entrepreneur. Thanks for taking time to check out his great page. It's hard to imagine it's been four years since the inception of Faithful Endeavors Investments. His dream of becoming a real estate investor who's not controlled by an unstable 9-to-5 has already passed. He always wanted to be an individual who believed in life. It's not just about working and paying bills and buying necessities, all while making someone else rich and funding their dreams. No, not for him. It's about finding his purpose in life. So in turn, he can live out his dreams and help others during his journey. To me, there's nothing better than being an investor because he's able to help several in need. He's talked to people who have had an unexpected death in the family, to those who fell on hard times and are being foreclosed on. All of them are grateful to the sub, someone who helps them out of their situations and gets them the cash they desperately need. But like most of us, he has debts and a job which is not paying enough to keep everything afloat. And in this business, consistent marketing is the key. Check it out today. It is an amazing Amazing new GoFundMe campaign at G-O-F-U-N-D-M-E dot C-O-M slash the letter Q, the letter F, the letter R, 58M4. That's GoFundMe.com slash U-Q-F-R-5-8-M-4. And tell them you heard about it here on the radio program. Log on right now to the Jaguar website. We have all the updates and all the bits online at www.jiggyjaguar.com. Amazing. Check out fun, health, and awareness. Um, right, that's. Hey, office nerds and computer weenies, forget about Trekkie Fest, Computer Fest, and Cyber Fest, because this weekend it's Paperclip Fest. Wow, Paperclip Fest. Wow. That's right, Paperclip Fest. Paperclip Fest is your chance to see the latest in paperclip technology. View paperclip art and learn all about new breakthroughs in paperclip uses for the next millennium. Bring your paperclip questions and talk with factory reps. Don't miss world-renowned paperclip artist Doug Finster showing off his famous paperclip replica of Mount Rushmore. Even see a miniature house built with just paper clips. Plus, there'll be paper clip seminars going on throughout the entire exciting weekend. Let's get ready to rumble! For the No Shots Band, Total Tough Man Cage Match Paper Clip Fight between Sneaky Pete the Pervert and Dwayne Rusty Eyes Pinkman. Ow! It's all happening this weekend. Don't miss it. Parking is limited, so hurry and get there now. It's Paper Clip Fest. Paper Clip Fest. Not affiliated with the World Paper Clip Organization. This is ASC Automotive Professional Pam Oaks, and it's time to take a 60-second break and make you a savvy car consumer. Have a budget for vehicle repairs? Keep the financial information to yourself. Don't tell the shop. It's in your best interest not to tell the shop how much you've budgeted for car repair. Over and over, I've heard car consumers say that they told their shop not to spend more than $200 and getting a $199 bill when they picked up their vehicle. 
Let the shop tell you how much the repair cost will be. If it's too much and it's not a safety issue, ask the service advisor if there is a more economical alternative. Another option? Ask the service advisor to break down what needs to be fixed now and what can be repaired at a later date. Lesson learned. Want to learn more about your vehicle? Visit me at carcarefortheclueless.com, making you a savvy car consumer. This call is now being recorded. We've got a great guest with us today here on the telephone. We're going to go ahead and let him introduce himself, and we'll talk a little bit about why he's here. Go ahead and jump in there, my friend, and give us a brief introduction. Hey, how you doing? Uh, my name is Coach AK. I guess you call me a, a sports philanthropist. Um, a little bit about me. I'm the founder of a, an international nonprofit called Empower to Play, where we use sports to provide opportunities and uh, create a global family. And I'm also the uh, uh, founder. Welcome to the Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather Wagonhalls. Today's update is on problems with budgets. Are you budgeting money every month to save up for something special one day, but find that day always seems to be delayed due to financial strains from breaking your budget? Perhaps we need to break the budget completely and set a more realistic savings and spending plan for you and your family. Start by sorting out your receipts at the end of each month. Categorize the receipts according to expenditures like food, supplies, entertainment, etc. Once you add up all the expenses, you will be able to see your genuine expenses from the discretionary ones quickly. This will help you see where the missing funds are from your budget. From here, you will be able to create a realistic savings and spending plan and break bad money habits that will make your financial future achievable. For more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagonhals. Now go out and unlock your wealth today. Thanks for listening to the Jiggy Jaguar Experience. Follow comedian James Davis on Twitter at comedian James D. And follow Jiggy Jaguar at J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-R. Join us next week here on the network. Welcome back to the big broadcast, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, RadioZenu.com, our home base. Each and every Sunday we come to you live as live can get. 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, and 1 p.m. Mountain Standard. And Monday through Friday, 2 Central, 3 Eastern, 12 Pacific, 1 p.m. Mountain Standard from JiggyJaguar.com. Our brand-new free droid app is available at JiggyJaguar.us. You can stream the show live, 24-7 replay, and exclusive news and programming information. Selected editions will be available on the iHeartRadio app and 50-plus AM FM stations in the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Network. Today, we've got a great musical guest with us today. Tom Carter joins us. He's an indie rock musician. He's from Atlanta, Georgia. His original songs sound like R.E.M. meets the British Invasion. And uh, we're going to be playing some of his great music off of SoundCloud.com slash Westwall. And uh, Tom Carter joins us on the telephone. Tom, how are you, sir? Doing well. Well, hope you guys are. Now, tell us a little bit about your background. How did you get interested in the music business? Uh, what, what, what attracted you to the music world? Well, uh, pretty much the British Invasion. Um, when I was a kid, um, you know, the first time I heard the Beatles and the Animals, uh, the Who, bands like that, I was like, man, i got to learn to play music like those guys. <laughs> That's cool. 
That's cool. We've got uh, Tom Carter with us today. He joins us live here on the telephone. Uh, check out soundcloud.com slash westwall, and also Tom Carter is available online. We'll talk about uh, where you can find him here in a few moments. Um, yeah. what, what, what instruments do you play, my friend? Well, um, guitar mostly, um, and I play uh, bass as well, and um, dabble a little bit in drums. But most drummers will tell you I'm, I'm not a very good drummer. So. <laughs> now, uh, now, now, when when did it? Uh, how, how did the whole thing come about of you playing instruments? Um, when did you get interested in music and uh, some some of the different? Uh, you mentioned that you've picked up various instruments here and there. Kind of give me a brief history on that whole thing. Well, I mean, I started playing guitar when I was uh, about nine or ten years old. Um, started out, you know, just taking guitar lessons here in Atlanta, and, um, you know, eventually just, you know, uh, I took lessons at the time, and then eventually, you know, it just was easier just to listen to records and kind of picking it up on yourself, and uh, just kind of play along with them, and uh, probably probably learn more uh, that way. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, just, uh, I guess... When I switched to, went from, you know, playing acoustic to electric, that's when, you know, it's still a whole new world really kind of opened up as far as, you know, rock and roll. <laughs> Tom Carter with us today. You can get more information on his official website, TomCarterMusic.com. Check that out today. Yep. It's TomCarterMusic.com. And, uh, Tom Carter with us today here on our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on Radio Xenu. Dot com. Now, uh, Tom, you, uh, you you got interested in in the music world. You, you've you've been involved in all sorts of different things. Um, what 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 exactly does your art and your act and your stage performance and everything consist of? Well, I mean, it depends. Um, you know, sometimes I'll I'll play live with a full band. Um, sometimes I'll play solo, just myself. Yeah, sometimes I'll get up and play with just me and another guitar player. Um, you know, it just depends what, what you know, what kind of gig it, it is. Um, you know, I do a lot of open mics where I'll just get up and, you know, play by myself. And I just get up with my me and my my guitar and my original songs. Um, and it's, you know, it's, it's, it's fun any way you do it. Um, but uh, playing with a band, you know, it's, a lot, it's probably more fun to play with the band just because you get the, the interaction playing with other other players and you kind of get their input uh, their interpretation of my songs and that, that's always uh, that's always fun to see Tom Carter with us today he yeah. joins us live here on the telephone tomcartermusic.com is the official website check out tomcartermusic.com uh, how would you describe your music for a public audience if they've never seen you before uh, you mean as far as like my sound? Yeah, sound yeah, like? yep. The, the the whole thing, well, my friend. Well, what I what I usually tell the short answer is uh, REM meets the British Invasion, uh, just because it is very much um, you know guitar oriented sound, and you know those are the bands that I that I grew up listening to, um, and so you know really I'm just kind of uh, I guess I'm a medium for for the the songs that I heard growing up and um, you know when I was, I was went to school at University of Georgia back in the 80s and so I saw R.E.M. play a bunch of times 
you know, back when they were just a little fledgling band. And um, those guys are very heavily influenced by those guys. So you can definitely hear the, uh, the REM influence in my music. Well, good stuff. We've got Tom Carter from TomCarterMusic.com with us today, joining us here on Radio Xenu, RadioZenu.com. Thinking back to early childhood, what was your first experience with music for the first time like, and what song do you remember most as a child? <laughs> that is an easy one, because um, it's the first song I learned how to play on guitar. It's, it was How for the Rising Sun by the Animals. That's cool. That's always a, it's always a good one. That's awesome. We've got uh, we've got Tom Carter with us today, TomCarterMusic.com. We're going to play some of his music here in a few from SoundCloud.com slash Westwall. Tell us about uh, Master Approval, 11 Still, On We Go. Tell me about this track we're going to play it here in a few moments. Uh, well, Still On We Go is a song I wrote about losing a loved one. Um, um, you know, I'm, I'm at the age now, I'm, I'm 52 years old, and you get to the age now where you start to, start to lose some, you know, parents in your family. And, yep, uh, yep. That's what this song is about. It's about losing a parent. Um, so it, you know, hits home with, a, I think, a lot of people. Well, here we go. We're going we're gonna to play this track and come back and chat a little bit more with Tom Carter. TomCarterMusic.com. Heard about your mind, 
Tom Carter, TomCarterMusic.com. He's with us today here in our broadcast. Coast to coast and border to border here on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and Stitcher. We're going to play more Tom Carter music as we move forward in our broadcast today. And uh, it is the Sunday radio program. Check us out each and every Sunday on RadioZenu.com. Tom Carter with us today. Tom Carter music. And uh, we bring Tom Carter back in on the telephone. Um, as a child growing up, music surrounds us. What type of music did you hear the most back then? And how does it differ from the stuff that you're listening to now? Well... I guess just uh, you know, back when I was coming along, it was it was more you know guitar oriented rock and roll songs. Um, even the acoustic guys, you know, like Jim Croce and and Gordon Lightfoot, Harry Chapin, all those guys, you know, they played their own instruments. Um, I guess the di- main difference between then and now is uh, there's not as much rock and roll. Um, it seems to be a dying art form. Uh, You turn the radio back in the 70s and 80s, I mean, there'd be five or six rock stations in Atlanta, and now I think we have one or two left. So uh, it it doesn't seem to be as prevalent as it it used to be. It seems to be more, uh, you know, uh, Taylor Swift, yeah, I don't know. Just it seems just overproduced, uh, commercialized corporate rock, if you will. It's oh yeah, even rock. It's it's, it's it's pop music, which you know, which is fine. I like pop music too, but I just like pop music with a guitar, a, a driving guitar rhythm behind it. It is the fantastic, fantastic Tom Carter with us today. Tom Carter Music. A dot com. Tom Carter joins us today here in our broadcast. And uh, what made you first realize you wanted to pursue a career in music? Oh, you know, probably the uh, the movies and the, the videos I used to watch. Um, you know, I like when MTV came along. I think it was like 1980, 81, right around there. And it was like, wow. I want to do. I want to be the. I want to be one of those guys. <laughs> it is Tom Carter. He's with us today. TomCarterMusic.com. He joins us live here on the telephone. Um, how did you become in, in, involved in this type of music that you're playing now and that you're uh, involved with and performing out locally? Well, um, for many years, I played. Uh, I used to play bass in some bands here in Atlanta, but. Uh, the last band that I played in when we broke up, I just kind of decided, hey, you know what? I'm, I'm a pretty decent writer. I think I'm going to try to, you know, do my own thing. So I just uh, sort of reinvented myself from a bass player to a, a singer-songwriter. Yeah. And you uh, just kind of really just reinvented myself and stepped out on my own and uh, it's just been very, it's been a lot of fun. It's been challenging, but it's been very rewarding because I feel like I finally, uh, you know, found myself musically. 
It is Tom Carter. He joins us today here on the telephone. Check out Tom Carter Music. Dot com. He joins us live uh, talking a little bit about his music. If you want to get more information, check out TomCarterMusic.com. Um, what can people expect to see at some of your live performances? Uh, well, you know, I'm probably not going to smash my guitar a la Pete Townsend um, because, uh, quite frankly, um, you know, Pete has, has a lot more money than I do. But... Um, no, just uh, you can you could count on a uh, you know a, a solid guitar and vocally delivered performance. Um, you know, mostly it's going to be my originals, which um, you know you, you've heard one of them uh, still on we go, and um, hopefully you hear a couple more here in a, in a few minutes. But, oh yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, just just uh, you know a, a professional, well sung well-played performance, I think, is what you can expect. Tom Carter Music. Tom Carter with us today. We are going to go back, and we are going to uh, listen to 10, We Had It Made. Tell me about this track. We Had It Made is about uh, working all your life and really not appreciating the journey. Uh, just looking down the road and, and looking at the destination and, you know, realizing, hey, you know, life is more about the journey than it is the destination. That's what that, that's what we had it made is all about. Well, here we go. We're going to play it here on the big program. <laughs>
Tom Carter, TomCarterMusic.com with us today here on the big broadcast. RadioZenu.com is the official website. Check out TomCarterMusic.com as well. Tom joins us today here on the telephone, chatting a little bit about his music. Um, as as we move into the new year, what are some of your goals and aspirations and, and plans? Well, um, I'd like to record a, another CD um, as soon as possible. Um, I've been working with some, some new songs um, with a Garage Band, um, which is a program on... Uh, can get through Apple, and uh, just kind of allows you to do some multi-tracking and put together some songs, some demos, some ideas. So, so I've been working on that, and uh, eventually that'll translate to um, to a new album in 2016. Tom Carter with us today. Tom Carter Music. He joins us live here on the telephone, talking a little bit about his music and everything else. Uh, social media. How has social media been with you, and uh, can people access you and your music on social media? Well, um, I do have a website, which you know, you've been kind enough to share, TomCarterMusic.com, and um, I do have some some uh, songs also on the, the SoundCloud.com forward slash Westwall. Um, as far as like the social media, I don't really have like a like a Facebook page um, for my music, and I have my own personal Facebook page where, you know, I guess that kind of serves as my music Facebook page. But um, and I use you know email uh, to uh, you know get new uh, new fans. Yep. And uh, keep, yep. keep them informed, you know, via the website, and also to be an email. Um, but yeah, it's. It's interesting you ask that question because, um, you know, there's there's never been a better time to be a musician because of all the various outlets and ways you have to get your music out there. But at the same time, there's never been a worse time to be a musician because everybody and his brother's out there too. So, you know, how do, how do you differentiate, differentiate yourself from those guys, you know? Um, and I, I think one of the answers is you have to be really good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then you just have to be smart with, like you're, you're talking about how you, you know, how you, how you use the social media. Um, which for me, it's, it's, it's all about connecting with, with new fans. You know, I mean, that's, that's the lifeblood of a musician is, is getting and gaining and keeping new fans. Definitely, Tom Carter, TomCarterMusic.com with us today. Tom, have yourself. A wonderful, wonderful holiday season as we uh, head towards New Year's Eve when we tape this broadcast. And uh, thanks for being with us today, my friend. Thanks for coming on. Thanks a lot, James. I appreciate it. Definitely. Have yourself a wonderful day. Tom Carter, TomCarterMusic.com. We've got more coming up here on RadioZenu.com. Sunday radio program.
tell you about our sponsor for this segment. It is a fantastic, fantastic new marketing partner, G-Stop. Smart Break Light Modulator and Black Box Recorder. Uh, that's right. This comes from Mark Dealey. Be seen sooner. Safety device for cars, motorbikes, vans, etc. It's designed to help prevent rear-end collisions and keep drivers safe. They've got some amazing backers, but they need to get some more funds. Let's help them out today. Help us make stop happen. Donate a pound to help make G-Stop reach its campaign goal and have your name published in the G-Stop official backers list. Uh, that's right. This is available at kickstarter.com. Kickstarter.com. Search G-Stop, Smart Vehicle Brake Force, Sensing Safety. And uh, also you can get a hold of them at kickstarter.com. And that's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search G-Stop, the Smart Vehicle Brake Force, Sensing Safety. And tell them, you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Incredible new sponsor, Transmedia Worldwide. Ever wondered how to stop yourself eating chocolate? Well, we have designed the chocolate. Wristband using research conducted by St. George's Hospital in London. This fantastic vanilla band can help reduce crisis by up to 50%. The wristband keeps working for months. Give up the pure aroma Tahitian vanilla. Made by the clever people at ScentedSilicone.com. Check them out today at igg.me. A-T slash C-H-O-C-I-T-B-A-N-D. That's Joe Kit. Check out Rock Music Hub right now at rockmusichub.com. Hashtag Rock Music Hub. Check us out on Facebook as well. Facebook.com slash rock-music-hub. Rock Music Hub, a community of rock for rock by rock. Hashtags, websites, internet radio, digital magazines, and more. Powered by Transmedia Worldwide. It's Rock Music Hub www.rockmusichub.com 24-7 internet stream of the best in rock local, indie, regional, national at rockmusichub.com that's rockmusichub.com and for the people in the cheap seats in the back it's rockmusichub.com log on today powered by Transmedia Worldwide sometimes it bothers me It's a minute report for America. The United Nations has established sustainable development goals. However, it has become a pattern for that international body, its refusal to oppose the practices that maintain the very problems it claims to resolve dooms those hopes to failure. The UN's predilection towards socialist-leaning economics, its tendency to adopt conclusions based more on public relations than actual research or science, and its avoidance of action against oppressive and aggressive regimes belies the frequently laudatory objectives it seeks to encourage. An examination of UN statements in regards to those goals, however, makes it clear that the results appear to be only excuses to further an agenda which opposes capitalism and transfers wealth from capitalist economy to those of other nations. That would result in weakening rich nations while making little long-term difference in poor ones. I'm Frank Venusio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. The Chief Jaguar Radio Program is back on the network. Back on the big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border. Tune in, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, 267-22-JIGGY if you want to join us. We're going to be talking to Randy Sutton here in a few moments, Law and Disorder segment. 
And uh, download our brand new Android app. It's available at JiggyJaguar.us. Stream the show live, 24-7 replay. And, of course, exclusive news and programming information. We will be doing an app-only broadcast from Las Vegas when we are out there at the end of the month for our uh, Adult Video News Awards appearance. Uh, we are going to be covering that event with Bob Hunter and a few other folks from uh, KJAG Radio. All Bob wants is the laminate that's got his name on it. That's it. Uh, <laughs> he is uh, he is excited about this, and uh, he believes that he might have to he might have to start Bob after dark because. Uh, <laughs> Because some of the photos he'll be taking at the Adult Video News Awards probably would not look good on the same site as the uh, high school girls' volleyball pictures that he takes. Uh, we got Randy Sutton with us today, Law and Disorder. Randy, how are you, sir? Happy New Year, by the way. I'm doing great. Happy New Year to you. And uh, does he need an assistant? To <laughs> <laughs> well, no, you're going to be in the Vegas area, so I, 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 I'm planning on. Uh, we're we're going to be uh, linking up with you when we're out there, my friend. So uh, Absolutely. I'm looking looking forward to it as well now uh uh the new year has has brought some some problems uh it it seems that the uh uh obama's coming after the guns and there's all sorts of other things happening but um how is it going on the law enforcement side of things i know that there 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 wasn't a lot of uh new year's eve violence from what i could tell across the country people were kind of well behaved this year uh, I believe it was probably the cold in certain parts of the country. People just didn't go out, so they couldn't cause chicanery. Uh, but uh, g- g- give us, give us, give us kind of a preview here of uh, what what we should see this year. I know recently there's been some uh, the, the the Freddie Gray trial has been uh, taking place and all that. Yeah, you know, uh, New Year's Eve in Las Vegas, we were geared up for some serious stuff because of the you know the threats of terrorism and. Just the general, you know, New Year's Eve, uh, uh, you know. Oh yeah, run. oh it yeah. Was amazingly quiet. Um, the entire now there were three hundred thousand people on the strip, and uh, there were only eight minor arrests, which shows you that people were really well behaved this year. It was, uh, I think, everybody was just cooperating, which is kind of shocking. But uh, <laughs> it's kind of shocking. <laughs> but we, you know, but around the country, we're seeing. We're seeing a lot, of, a lot of negative stuff. The, um, uh, what happened in Jackson, Mississippi uh, last week was probably one of the biggest displays of, of uh, ignorant politics that I, that I think I've ever, I've ever seen. Um, the uh, city councilman in Jackson, Mississippi, some moron named Kenneth Stokes, uh, came out on, on television and, um, and said that he was promoting that his constituents when they see a police car come into their jurisdiction uh, chasing a suspect to throw rocks, bottles, and bricks at the police. (laughs) Wow. He actually went on to television to espouse this violence towards the police and, and I mean I watched this with my jaw just dropped. And I thought to myself, well, I, I wrote about it immediately on my blog, but um, it, it caused quite a stir, including the governor of the state of Mississippi, the, all the people on his town council. So what he did, 
after he got a lot of blowback, he gave a, a 35-minute press conference that I have, have got to watch it. If nothing else, for just watching the one of the most ignorant human beings on the face of the planet try and try and and uh, justify um, his uh, his his calls and incitement of violence. It was something to behold, and uh, uh, it, it was it was. Uh, it was, if it wasn't so, if it, if it wasn't so dangerous, it would have been funny as hell. Because the fact that this guy got actually elected by people shows you that you could probably elect a ham sandwich to a city councilman post in uh, in the city of Jackson. <laughs> it is randy sutton with us today he joins us live here on the telephone and um uh randy as as we move forward in this uh, in this political year this election year um what, what are some issues that uh should be important to those in law enforcement and those who support law enforcement well you know the um there have been so much there's been so much negativity that it, uh, that started at the um, you know with the lives of great life ferguson the hands up don't shoot nonsense and that, that has become a mantra for many of these movements like Black Lives Matter and some of the others, which we find now um, to have been very, very well-funded by the George Soros organization. Yep, yep. The, same, the same guy that, by the way, gave millions of dollars to President Obama's election campaign, shockingly. So that, that, that's been a, a problem, and I don't foresee that we're going to see um, any improvement in that over this year. I'm hoping that we do, but I, I also think that we are starting to see um, a little more a little more blowback by uh, the uh, by, by just the regular Americans who are getting mighty tired of, uh, all, of all this entitlement. I mean, when we saw the nonsense taking place in Chicago where in, in protest of, of, uh, of a police shooting, which is which it really needs to be investigated, no, no doubt about that. That wasn't good enough for them that, 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 they, that this investigation was going to take place. They had to interfere with the lives of just normal Americans who, did, who wanted nothing more than to go Christmas shopping. And, I, and, and by allowing these, this entitlement and these people to um, quite literally interfere in the lives of just normal Americans, I think we're starting to see some blowback and, and realization that this is unacceptable behavior. So I'm hoping that we're going to see, uh, I'm hoping that we're going to see a, a lot more support from Middle America, from the from the people who who vote, from the people who pay taxes, and uh, start supporting law enforcement in a much greater way. We've got Randy Sutton with us today, and Randy, have yourself a good rest of the week, and uh, we'll talk to you next week, my friend. You got it. Thank you. Appreciate it, brother. Randy Sutton with us today. Check out Law and Disorder on our website at JiggyJaguar.com. We're going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we will have IQL Rizzoli, Donald Mazzella, and we'll be talking issues. We've got more coming up.
Introducing Leave it to Beaver bloopers. We've spent days, no, years, capturing the mistakes from your favorite 60s show so that you wouldn't have to. Don't miss this one. You Beaumont's kick to the groin. Oh, Lord. Careful, dear. How about this? Jerry Mathers the Beaver reprimanding the show's producer. Well, gee whiz. Son of a f***ing junk. I mean, come on, man. This Eddie Haskell, he's taking too much of my f***ing limelight. I worked my ass off for years and years and years. I don't need this sh Give me a f***ing break, man. And if you order now, you get Weather Channel bloopers as an added bonus. And we'll throw in never-before-published photos of the mole on Roseanne's butt cheek. It looks just like the King Elvis Presley. You'll be amazed by the uncanny similarities. Call now for beaver blunders, weather bloopers, and bare butts. Call 1 800. You listening live. You listening live. Katie Gang and Little Friends. You listening live. You listening live. You Get drunk with KDK every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on PCU, Prank Call Underground Internet Radio. I don't even know who he is. <laughs> when you're still in school, Masterbank knows it's not so easy to establish credit. That's why Masterbank offers a special gold card program for students. Why do we do this? Because as a student, we believe in your common sense, good buying judgment, and restraint. Right. <laughs> Who are we kidding? It's because we know it'll only take a couple of months for you to get up to your eyeballs in crippling debt. But if that should happen to you, what do I mean if? Master Bank is there to help. To help you keep digging that hole so deep, your great-grandchildren will be missing meals to pay it off. Master Bank and your credit. As American as apple pie and corporate downsizing. Peacework Music Net Austria Pakistan Philippines France Russia Japan Denmark Sweden Ukraine China Canada Scotland Ireland Greece England United States Exciting new music From around the globe Paying your local currency Delivered to your door Anywhere on earth Visit us on the web Peaceworkmusic.net How small is your world? This is Chris Markowski, your watchdog on Wall Street, and this is your watchdog on Wall Street. Money Minute. Uh, IBM earnings coming in. Not not too good. Uh, General Electric's on Friday. Eh. Uh, what's amazing is these companies are continually able to, well, they're, they're able to beat beat their earnings estimates, but then you take a look at the, the revenue numbers, which are just not good. So we've got an economy right now that's not so much based on growth. It's based upon cost-cutting measures. Cost-cutting measures, stock buybacks, ways of making the company more efficient. I'm all for making companies more efficient and, and obviously making them lean and mean, but it'd, be, it'd certainly be nice to see companies starting to invest again. 
Uh, we have this, I'm not doing a darn thing. No one wants to jump in the water. The animal spirits are not there. And until we get some really significant policy changes out of Washington, D.C., I just, I just don't see it happen. We continue to bump, 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 bump along. Watchdogonwallstreet.com. Welcome to the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. Raw and uncut, Jiggy Jag, you know how you do it. You know what I'm saying? Keeping it all the way live. Broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas. Well, I'm sitting here with a linguist. I had a linguist. no idea. <laughs> I love I didn't that. know you were the but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith. <laughs> Call Jiggy right now. 267-22-Jiggy. Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? It must be that uh, David Bowie song. Jiggy, play guitar. Jeff, it's a great name, man. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Presenting. I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and, uh, you know, you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of my trick shots there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours. It is going to be a fast and furious hour number three of our world-famous Cheeky Cheguar radio program, coast-to-coast and border-to-border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, and, of course, the brand-new Jiggy Cheguar app available, JiggyCheguar.us. We've got Donald Mazzella, SB Digest. We've also got our good friend IQ Al-Rizzoli. And uh, in the new year, we're going to be starting something new on Wednesdays. At the beginning of the month, Donald Mazzella will chat with IQ. At the end of the month, Dan Perkins will chat with IQ. And in the middle, we'll have special guests and different things of that nature. Um, we've got a lot of emails and a lot of uh, great feedback from uh, last week's uh, show with um, Ann Speckard and uh, IQ. Um, IQ, all the email seems to point in your direction of people supporting you. Uh, <laughs> a lot of people did not support Dr. Ann's position. Why do you think that is, IQ? Because I tell the truth. She wasn't telling anything. I'm not insulting her, honestly. I, I believe she's an honest woman. There's no question about it in my mind. Yeah. But she's completely out of touch with reality. Anybody who does not read the Quran... Anybody who does not read the Quran cannot believe what I tell them about the Quran. It's really simple. I repeat it again, ladies and gentlemen. All you have to do is Google Al-Quran. You don't have to buy it. Don't waste your money. And read only the first nine chapters. There are 114 chapters. You don't need to read 114 lousy chapters. All you need to read is the first nine chapters. And after reading the first nine chapters, if you disagree with me, please do yourself a favor. I've got one and a half million dollars worth of challenges. Pick one of them. And you might get rich $100,000, $200,000 at a time. Do yourself a favor. Google the Quran and read the first nine chapters. It takes three hours. We've got uh, Donald Mazzella with us today, SB Digest, and uh, I, I want to take this first topic here. Don sent me a map yesterday that I forwarded on to IQ, and um, Don, kind of, kind of give us a, a a little bit of a background on this, and then we'll jump in there. What did the map? What we're going to put it on our website, but what was the what was the map, and what was the uh, significance of that? Well, it, it was very interesting. It was from the New York Times in which it tried to show uh, where uh, 
the Sunni religion-dominated in the world, and primarily in the Middle East, and where the Shiite I don't know, what do you call it, a sect dominated. And I thought it was a very interesting document, and I thought I would love to hear IQ's comments on it, but I also learned something new today, which I'd like to also like to bring up. A lot of people do not know what are the basic differences between the Sunnis and the Shiites, and I wonder if IQ, if you wanted to talk about that at all. IQ. Hello. There you are. Well, IQ, let, let's, let, 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 let's talk about the map, uh, first okay. of all. Um, IQ, give, give us your thoughts on that map. It was from the New York Times. The you sent me the, the map, I realized what it was all about. Obviously, it was to do with Sunnis and, and Shia Muslims and their percentages or their area of coverage in the Middle East. But the map yes. does not show you the whole of the Asia. Because the remainder of Asia, most of the remainder of Asia is Sunni Muslim. So the map is concentrating on Iran, on Iraq, on Israel, on uh, Jordan, on Saudi Arabia, on Syria, and on Lebanon. That's it. And part of Turkey. That's it. Yes. But it shows you that the majority of Muslims are Sunni, not Shia. Now, what are the differences? Okay. In the year 632, Muhammad died. But before he died, he did not leave or give anybody any instruction on who should follow him. But there is a problem with the interpretation of the Quran that he left. The Quran was composed completely by Muhammad. No God called Allah and no angel called Gabriel ever revealed anything to Muhammad. He concocted it all. Now, the Shia say that according to the words of the Quran, only the bloodline of Muhammad should be Khalifa. Khalifa means the successor of Muhammad who rules all Muslims in the world. Uh, am I clear so far? Absolutely. Yes. Okay. So, from the Shia point of view, only the bloodline, who is the bloodline, was his nephew, cousin, Ali bin Abi Talib, and who married his own daughter, Fatima. So, Ali bin Abi Talib, the cousin, married Muhammad's daughter called Fatima. So as far as the Shia are concerned, Ali, his children Hassan and Hussein, and the grandchildren and so on and so forth of this bloodline should be the leaders of Islam. So where do we end up? We end up with the people, the leaders of Iran. The leaders of Iran are supposed to be descendants, direct descendants, the uh, Ayatollahs, the direct descendants from the bloodline of uh, Muhammad. The Sunnis said no. Any Muslim, any Muslim who knows the Quran and is a good, decent person can be elected to be the leader of the Khilafah, the leader of Islam. Now, when they speak about election, they don't mean they give it to every Muslim on the planet to put their uh, note and decide. No, no. 
They're elected by an elite group who themselves are not elected by anybody. Like what we have in, 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 uh, in the administration of Obama. Obama was elected, Congress was elected, but all those other people in between are not elected by anybody. And even those we elected are useless people, like Obama and Congress, both sides, by the way, as you can see. So what do we have? We have the Sunnis, who are the majority, 85%. The Shia constitute 15%. And from day one, from the day Muhammad died, when the division started, till today, they have been killing each other. There were no Christians to start any war between them. There were no Jews and Zionists to start any war with them. It was a self-inflicted war, a self-inflicted death and destruction. And it continues today. And there's no way on earth that these two groups will uh, come together. The only time they like to, to come together is when they kill infidels, like anybody who's not a Muslim, like Americans, like Christians, like Jews, like Hindus, like Buddhists. On this, both of them agree. But otherwise, they don't agree about the who rules Islam. Now, the Khalifa today, al-Baghdadi, who declared himself Khalifa, he declared himself Khalifa, of course. I mean, nobody elected him. He's a Sunni Muslim. From the point of view of Sunni Islam, yeah, it is possible. But the Saudis control the two most important cities, Mecca and Medina. And they will not allow anybody to take over from them as the foremost representatives of Islam. So what do we have? We have a cauldron, a witch's cauldron, full of hate, full of anger, full of death, and full of destruction. The reason, in my not-so-humble opinion, that the Saudis murdered, I don't call executed, because under Sharia, ladies and gentlemen, Sharia is not a Western law. In Western law, you have a defense lawyer, you have witnesses, you go through a procedure until you prove beyond a reasonable doubt that the person is guilty. In Sharia, in Sharia all that is down the drain. The, decide, the imam decides on whimsical reasons whether the person is an infidel or not an infidel. So they killed this uh, representative Shia Muslim, a number, number, number to prove to the Shia that they cannot start an uprising in Saudi Arabia. But I think it's more than that. The Saudis and the other Gulf states are Sunni Muslims, most of them. They cannot allow Iran to become a nuclear power. It's not only Israel. All this reading, red herring about Israel is against Iran, Israel is against Iran, that Obama has been trying to push down the throat of Americans is bullcrap. No Arab country will allow or wants to allow Iran to be a nuclear power. So to stop Iran from being a nuclear power, Saudi Arabia has to start a war. Between whom? Islam, Sunni, and Iran, Shia. Who will win? Islam, Sunni. Why? Pakistan. Pakistan is Sunni. Pakistan is a nuclear power. They've got over 120 weapons. I, in not so humble an opinion, I never, I'm never uh, humble, unfortunately. Um, this war can start a nuclear war between Shia Islam and Sunni Islam. 
because the Sunnis cannot allow Iran to have an atom bomb. They understand the mentality of the Iranians. The Iranians who are Shia believe that the Messiah of Islam, sorry, of Shia Islam, who is called Imam, the 12th Imam, the hidden Imam, can only come if there is a world war, a catastrophic world war. So from the point of view of people like the Sunni Muslims who understand the mentality of the Shia, the Shia will start a war no matter what to bring about the arrival of the Messiah of Shia Islam, the 12th Imam. Back to you, Don. What do you think? Well, uh, you, you confirm uh, what I thought and, and I believe from what I know about it, certainly not in the same league as you. And But I, I thought of uh, talking to someone um, actually today and, and yesterday uh, convinced me that a lot of people do not truly understand what's going on, and uh, I, w I wanted to hear your thoughts on it. That's that's why I'm, I'm glad we did. Well, because I'm, it's I'm important glad. people understand why why Islam is split into two major parts. It's very important, but this has been going on for 1,400 years. It wasn't do done yesterday. But the most remarkable item is that Israel doesn't want Iran to have an atom bomb, nor do the Sunni Arabs and Muslims. They can't afford it. Whether they will actually attack Iran or not is another story. But oh, I, I think they will. Believe that, sorry, go on. No, I honestly believe that, um, that uh, Israel will in 2016 attack um, uh, uh, Iran uh, or do something to try to slow down the, pro the progress. Look, those guys already tested a ballistic missile, and they didn't do it because they wanted to shoot off the missile. They wanted to show their proudness, in my view. Yeah, but I, but I hope Israel does not need to do it because Pakistan should do it. Who should do it? Because Pakistan should do it. Why? The Arabs don't want Iran to have an atom bomb. I'm telling you now. Right. All this red herring that Iran wants to have an atom bomb to liberate uh, Jerusalem for Islam is bullcrap. It's a red herring. It's not true. Oh, Iran, to survive, Shia Islam to survive, they must have an atom bomb. They, ha they have to have an atom bomb, otherwise they can't survive. Not in a Sunni world. No way. And the Sunnis cannot afford to have Shia Islam with an atom bomb. So we have a problem here true that to, uh, uh, for Israel it would be great if the Sunni Muslims take care of Iran. No problem. But we'll see, it. we'll see because I honestly believe there was no reason for Iran to go, uh, for uh, Saudi Arabia to go out of its way to murder this Imam unless they wanted to start a war. Because they know what the reaction is from Iran. They know. They, they didn't need to have to be uh, clairvoyant to find out what Iran will do. Iran. You're, you're absolutely is. right. Yeah. You're, you're absolutely right. No, no. Uh, uh, I was going to bring it up yesterday in that uh, talk, uh, but there's no question that the, the Saudis um, hung this guy, uh, just like the um, ISIS killed all those people for reasons other than the fact of who they were. No, no answers or buts about it.
We've got Donald Mazzella with us today, also IQ Rizzoli. We have to take a quick time out, gentlemen. When we come back, we're going to keep chatting about some of the different news and issues of the day. 21 minutes after the hour, Donald Mazzella from SB Digest. Our good friend IQ Rizzoli with his great book, Lifting the Veil of Islam. We are going to get uh, their thoughts on some more issues going on in the Middle East, including... This uh, situation also in North Korea. We've got more coming up here on the program. Our fabulous, fabulous friends. That's right. We have a brand new marketing partner with us today, illuminating low to high conscious minds of the youth. How to reframe labels, changing terminologies in the entertainment business, hip hop, R&B, poetry, film and TV, promoting the website at www. IVLent.com. That's the IV League Entertainment. Stands for Illuminated Vision League Entertainment, based out of Los Angeles, but the family ties to Memphis, Cincinnati, Utah, Dallas, Atlanta, New York, and the DMV. Check out their link on Facebook. That's Facebook.com slash Team IV League ENT. Or just go to IV. L-E-N-T dot com. That is the letter I, the letter V, the letter L, the letter E, the letter N, and the letter T dot C-O-M. And tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide. It is a great new Kickstarter campaign. A Craft Wallet. That's right. Your slim wallet and keys are together. An amazing new Kickstarter campaign. It's the Super Wallet. That's right. This is a ultimate time saver. It sits in your pocket. What if an innovative wallet could be the best way to save five minutes of your precious life each and every day? That's right. We're talking about the AE wallet. Check it out today. It's on Kickstarter.com. You want to go over there and check out Kickstarter.com. That's K-I-C-K-S-T-A-R-T-E-R.com. Search Super Wallet. More Going less searching. That's right. It's an amazing new Kickstarter campaign. You want to help them fund it here on the world famous Cheeky Jaguar Radio Program and Transmedia Worldwide. Download the iHeartRadio app to hear us live as live can get. Search J I G G Y J A G U A R. You will hear great bits like this from Barry Farber, legendary conservative talk show host. Makes the difference. But look, man, I gotta thank you uh, for giving me this much time, this much respect. You have really made today a great pleasure for me, and I want to thank you for it. Once you've downloaded the iHeartRadio app, search J I G G Y J A G U A R. And listen to all of our past episodes and future episodes of the world-famous Jiggy Jaguar Show, all categorized by hour. Well, I, I, well, I just want to say I love what you do, James. But I, I love what you're doing. I love just being a part of what you what you sharing information uh, with your listeners. Search J I G G Y J E G U A R on iHeartRadio. Uh, this is a tremendous new GoFundMe campaign. Check out G-O-F-U-N-D dot M-E slash Z-M-F-D-N-X-2-K. 
Let's tell you a little bit about these folks. These guys are absolutely amazing. Hello, supportive community. Please be aware that the following post may contain disturbing material. But here's the story. Single mother of two and a recently... Our great new marketing partner here at Transmedia Worldwide. It's a great new Indiegogo campaign. Check out Yamamoto Game. It's a project made of passion for history of naval warfare. We need your help to finish it and build the most amazing simulation game you will ever see. Support developers from the country full of passionate coders where Witcher Game was born. That's right, Indiegogo.com. Check out I-N-D-I-E-G-O-G-O.com. Search the Yamamoto Game Y-A-M-A-T-O. Tell them you heard about it here. Transmedia Worldwide. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. Knowing how mortgage lenders price loans is something you need to understand if you're planning on buying a house in the near future. There are about nine factors that lenders, banks, and brokers use to calculate a rate and fee offer. But the most important are specifically your middle credit score, the size of your down payment, how big the loan is, loan product term, things of that nature, purpose of the loan, are you purchasing it or are you refinancing it, occupancy and property type. The main factors, however, are obviously your credit score. Anything under 760 can affect that interest rate guarantee. 80% loan to value carries lower risk, which means if you have 20% down, you're in a better position. The loan amount, because if you're trying to borrow more than $417,000, you're in a jumbo category. And is it a cash out refinance, which can, can cost more money. All of these things can factor into having a higher interest rate depending on these different scenarios. This is Jason Roberts with the Wealth Investors Minute. Welcome back to our big broadcast, coast to coast and border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty and Stitcher. We've got the fantastic IQ Al Rizzoli with us today to kick off our uh, first broadcast of the new year with him. And we also have our good friend from SB Digest, Mr. Donald Bazella. And um, Don, I want to get your thoughts on the North Korean situation and then we'll let IQ jump in there and we'll bat it around. Go ahead, Don. Okay, but I'd like to, uh, IQ and I uh, want to, when we finish this, we really want to talk about uh, what, what we think is going to happen in 2016. Yes, yes, I definitely want to cover that. Well, uh, as IQ points out, and the, uh, and the New York Times is saying uh, across its wire, it looks as if what happened um, is that they did, did try to... Uh, uh, set off a thermonuclear bomb, but uh, as you may, may know, an H-bomb is triggered by an A-bomb, and they th- think they failed. Um, they think it, 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 it didn't go off, and that's what we're, we're saying. IQ uh, put it very, very uh, uh, succinctly. So it's my opinion, um, and I think his, that uh, it was a gigantic... Um, attempt by by North Koreans to take advantage of, again, the lack of leadership in America today, and the the, the end result of it uh, is uh, we have some new occupants of the North Korean gulag tonight. Uh, that's my feeling. IQ? I, I, I agree. This is what we were discussing while we had the break. A thermonuclear explosion is triggered by a nuclear explosion. 
because the nuclear explosion will turn helium, uh, hydrogen into helium, and that's where the thermo nuclear power comes up. So what happened is, it became a dud. The nuclear bomb went off, but it didn't trigger the hydrogen bomb. But being North Korea, as usual, they had to brag. Well, okay, they bragged. But 5.1 on the Richter scale is for an atomic explosion, not a thermonuclear. A thermonuclear one would be 6 to 7 on the Richter scale, because it goes into megatons, uh, while uh, the atomic ones are in kilotons. Huge difference between the two. Are you with us, James? Lowe? Yes, yes. I'm just, I'm just sitting here listening to the, uh, uh, to your expertise because I know nothing about science, my friend. I can barely do math, <laughs> so I'm just, I'm just sitting here listening to you guys. Yes, let's let let let's cover that. Well, I uh, I, I uh, tend to agree with um, IQ. I think the, w w we're going to see the North Koreans try to take advantage of the lack of leadership up in the White House. Uh, we're certainly going to see more escalation of the uh, pr problem with the, the Sunnis and the Shiites, um, and we're certainly going to see. Um, Iran make uh, rapid progress uh, towards the new nuclear bomb when they when they start to point out how we terrible Americans that we are did not live up to our treaty obligations. All of that will mean that we will face a period of great uh, um, uh, unrest. And on top of all this, we we're facing the, one of the most important elections in American history. I've been saying that all along, and I firmly believe that we are, we are really f faced with uh, some terrible choices in the new year, and all of them will look very very bleak for the for the American people. Uh, I'm I'm sorry to say that, but that's how I feel. Uh, IQ. I think we may have lost IQ. <laughs> Let's do this. We're going to take a break. <laughs> When we come back, we will get uh, IQ back on the horn with us. We've got Donald Mazzella, IQ Al Rizzoli, 32 minutes after the hour, coming up with more. Attention all stamp collectors. Only once or twice in a lifetime comes the extraordinary opportunity to own a rare collection of stamps from around the world. Now, for a limited time, the Menopause Foundation presents 
Warren Beatty's Lovers, the stamp collection. A collection of over a hundred beautiful exotic stamps from around the world. Each month, you will receive a new stamp of a Warren Beatty lover, each one personally mounted by Warren Beatty himself, and each stamp depicting one of the many lovers of Warren Beatty, including Madonna, Julie Christie, Diane Keaton, Goldie Hawn, Joyce Heiser, Michelle Phillips, Isabella Jani, and of course, Warren Beatty's greatest love of all. Warren Beatty. Call now and start collecting today. Warren Beatty's Lovers, the stamp collection. Fun to collect, even more fun to lick. In the modern marketplace, you need the best phone service available. That's why you should stay with your local phone company. We've been servicing you for years, and we've got competitive rates. Sure, you could try getting better rates with another company. Just remember, we know your phone number, your address. Your credit card numbers and your private bank codes—one of the great benefits of you doing business by phone. Heck, we even have access to your credit report. So go ahead, leave, tick us off, see if we don't turn your life into a seething black hell. Then, when you come crawling back to us, we'll be happy to take you back for a small surcharge, of course. The phone company—we're the line that keeps you in line. Jiggy Jaguar. Neil Bortz with us today. He's if they put Fox News on, liberals will complain. Uh -huh. If they put CNN on, conservatives are going to complain. Jiggy Jaguar. We've got Tom Donahue with us today. I started to organize. Uh, no, not like Obama. Jiggy Jaguar. Publisher of Talkers Magazine, Michael Harrison. And uh, it's a lot of fun, and, and it's very informative, and uh, it, it does a lot of things. One, it's it... www.jiggyjaguar.com. From the people who bring you the Weather Channel comes the all-new Time Channel. All time, all the time. Okay, let's look at the clock once again for that time. And it's now exactly... Check in anytime for accurate local time updated at regular intervals on the Time Channel. Then, at 20 and 40 past each hour, it's International Time Check, bringing you the latest time from around the world. And every weekend, 7 Pacific, 6 Central, 12 Greenwich, it's Old Times with Millisecond, bringing you some of the best times of times gone by. And here we have 7.15 a.m., last July 15th. I'll never forget it. It's all time, all the time, on the Time Channel. Available for the first time, a special instructional series that will teach you to play mouth guitar. You never learned to play a musical instrument, but that's okay. In no time, you'll be playing mouth guitar. Learn these classics of the mouth guitar. Smoke on the water. Satisfaction. And Inagata De Vida, the long version. Add a little reverb. Buzz tone. Wah wah. Play country mouth guitar. Order now and get this special bonus the quintessential desk drummer. Mouth guitar and desk drumming. No batteries, amplifiers, chords, or talent required. It's a minute report for America. We gave peace a chance, and it didn't work. Since 1990, the United States has sharply reduced its military strength. 
America's armed forces have sustained continued dramatic cuts that will, by the end of this year, leave the U.S. Army smaller than North Korea's. By 2020, China's Navy will outpace America's in key areas. Already, Russia has gained the advantage in strategic nuclear arms and continues its 10-to-1 advantage in tactical nukes. North Korea has become an atomic threat, and all agreements to the contrary, Iran may well be on its way. The Weekly Standard reports that Iran made illegal purchases of nuclear weapons technology last month. Russia has been known to provide nuclear know-how to Iran. Clearly, this is an experiment that didn't work. Prudence dictates that America must return to the proven strategy of peace through strength. I'm Frank Venusio. Read more at usagovpolicy.com. Presenting Diggy Jaguar. We're back with Donald Mazzella and IQ Al Rizzoli. And we got Don's thoughts on what will happen uh, this year in the new year, or predictions that he's got. And we want to get IQ's thoughts. IQ, uh, give, give, give me your thoughts on what you see coming in 2016. Not any different from Don Mazzella, because I'll tell you why. Okay. It will be a catastrophe. Unfortunately, I'm starting the new year with a catastrophe, economically, politically, militarily, and socially, especially in Europe, especially in Europe, because the invasion of Europe with one and a half million people last year is causing an enormous amount of destabilization in Europe. I don't know if Americans realize this. In New Year, in Cologne, in Germany, over 100 women were molested and sexually assaulted by a thousand Muslims, so-called refugees. They're not refugees. They're young men of military age who invaded Europe. And for the first time ever, Angela Merkel went into public and said, this is unacceptable. Really? She should have realized before she invited one and a half million terrorists that this would happen. But she was completely and utterly out of touch with reality. It still is, by the way. The mayor of Cologne, a woman, she told the German women to be more modest. Good God. German women don't have to be more modest in their own country. So we are facing an elitist group of leaders in Europe who are completely comatose, completely comatose to the reality of what they have done with the European public. But what's happening in the European public now, there are more and more movements and greater numbers of people who have had it with their leadership, who will and shall, I hope, overthrow these governments within the next three months. Because otherwise, Islam will take over Europe. No question about it. And wow. what we have in America is exactly the same. I cannot believe why this administration, no, I understand why this administration is doing it, because after all, uh, Obama is a Muslim. He is inviting hundreds of thousands of unregistered people into the USA when the United States America itself has its own problems. You have unemployment of greater number than ever before. You have people who are in the street at greater numbers than ever before. You are in debt, $20 trillion. And yet, this administration is bringing more Muslims who will never integrate 
never assimilate and will be parasitic upon the whole of American society. And anyone listening to me, disagree with what I'm saying, at least have the backbone of picking up the phone and calling in. <laughs> yes, yes, we in, we encourage folks that uh, that have uh, you know any type of dissident for uh, for IQL Rizzoli to uh, give us a call. It is it is extremely easy. You can do so at two six seven two two J I G G Y. Don, um, th- this 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 could be a, a interesting year with the election. Um, where, where do you see that playing into a lot of the different things that are going on? Oh, no, no, no question. Um, uh, for, for one thing, one of the things I did not mention, we will have another terrorist incident within the first three months of the new year here in America. Um, uh, that, to me, is something that, that's uh, um, uh, going to occur. I, I hate to think it, but we will. Um, uh, from sources in Washington, I've, I've heard that they're uncovering about a plot a week uh, now uh, aimed against American, the American people. Um, now, uh, I'm sorry, what's, what's the, your base? As, as, as far as politics, where, where do you see that uh, figuring into this new year? election uh, in probably the last 50 years, um, I, I think that we're going to see a, um, a lot of um, a lot of change between now and, and June. Uh, I'll stick by my prediction. I still do not believe that uh, uh, Hillary Clinton will be the Democratic presidential nominee. Uh, I think that, <clears throat> despite what my good friend Dan Perkins says, I, I don't believe that uh, Donald Trump is sustainable, but I, w- I will say I do agree with him that we are seeing a major change uh, in American politics, and I do do believe I was on today uh, on an- another station, actually in Canada, and uh, I think there's a real strong feeling that um, uh, there are going to be uh, significant cha- changes in the political landscape. Uh, 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 this coming year. Um, uh, straw in the wind, another, the first of what I think be many Democratic congressmen announced that they would not run for re-election in, on Long Island in a district that is at best a toss-up and leads, leads Republican. Uh, so uh, uh, that's the first of uh, uh, what I think will be about 20 to 25 uh, resignations from Congress including, by the way, I think four or five um, Republicans, conservative Republicans, who, who will be fed up. I think you're going to see a, a realignment. I think you're going to see um, the coming of uh, 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 Bill Ryan as a kingmaker. I think that uh, if he survives this year, and I think he will, he will be a long-serving Speaker of the House. I don't think he will be ever be uh, uh, a presidential candidate, unfortunately. I, I like him a lot personally and uh, his views. Um, as far as the Republican side, um, uh, I think by uh, February 3rd, we will have a pretty good idea who's for real and who's for not real in the Republican Republican Party. And 
interesting. I was down in South Jersey today, and I heard from a very, very astute politician who has not called an election wrong in the last 20 years that I know him, saying that he thought that Governor Christie still had a chance to be, uh, at worst, the uh, vice presidential candidate, because he's a very effective uh, campaigner. So uh, there, there's a lot of changes going to happen. Um, uh, someone asked me, who did I think will be? I think that the Democratic Party, if Mrs. Clinton does not run, will move to the left, and, and uh, Elizabeth Warren will move on the seat. And you'll see a very much of a stark left-right uh, division. Uh, I, uh, IQ, your thoughts? To tell you the truth, I find it extremely difficult to accept anybody at the moment uh, besides Donald Trump. I mean, I, I, I knew about Donald Trump years ago as a man who is in invest in Europe and America in business. I mean, that's all I knew. But listening to him, what he is saying is exactly what I've been saying on my radio interviews. You, America must secure its borders. Number one, America must not allow Muslims to come in without vetting. Number two, number three, the economy, the job. Number four, the $20 trillion borrowed on future generations. Everything he is saying is exactly what I've been saying. That's why I support him. Well, Maybe uh, he's not a likable person, but I couldn't care less. Why? Because you can't get, well, you can, I suppose. But so far, I have never known any more despicable than Obama. I can't think of any more, anyone more despicable than Obama. Just because he's black, I don't care about his bloody color. Because he is a traitor. He is an outright traitor. He hates America. He hates the Constitution. He doesn't want to stand by the Second Amendment. He doesn't want to stand by the First Amendment. He keeps telling the American people the Constitution is not what it should be. Who the hell is he to decide? He's a piece of garbage. Who is he to decide what is right and what is wrong? To the most exceptional piece of work ever written by the human mind. I want to know. Back to you, sir. Well, uh, I want to agree with you one thing. It is one of the most best documents ever created by, uh, by human beings. If we're talking about the Constitution, which is a, a wonderful document. Um, it's unfortunately been uh, the last eight years distorted almost uh, beyond recognition. Uh, I, I will agree with you there as well. Okay. So what I see, it's scary. Honestly, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried well, in the sense because uh, I can't see any good things happening. China is asserting its authority in the Pacific. Putin is not a pushover. Putin is a very clever man. Putin is a calculating chess player against a person called Obama, who is nothing more than a golf player and a lousy golf player at that. So there is no competition here. Putin is the one who started attacking ISIS and the uh, oil uh, convoys going to Turkey. He is the one who has said that Turkey is organizing all the movements of those so-called invaders of Europe. And he is absolutely right. 
Putin has been more right in the last few months than seven years of Obama. In seven years of Obama, nothing compared to what Putin has done in a few months. I've never thought I would ever speak about a Russian leader in the way I'm doing now. Never. But fair is fair. Here you have a man who two years ago, I was the only one on record who said that Putin is a born-again Christian. And everybody was laughing at me. Oh, no, he's KGB. He's got nothing to do with it. KGB is a business. He was baptized by his mother. She took him to church every Sunday. He went to Israel twice personally, nothing to do with business, I mean, with the government. On personal reasons, he went to have the cross that she gave him to be consecrated in the Russian Orthodox Church. I was right, they were wrong. All of them were wrong. I don't brag, I'm not bragging. I'm just putting it on the record. I never brag, I don't need to brag. Everything I have ever predicted is on YouTube. Everything is in writing. Everything is in my books. I have been right 99.99% of the time. Not because I'm a genius. Not because Don Mozilla is a genius. We are reading exactly the same script, but we are, li we, are, we are willing to understand it. We are willing to read it and understand it. Other people are seeing it, they don't even read it. That's our leaders. That's why we have the problems we have. Afghanistan is falling to the Taliban, by the way. Mm -hmm. Afghanistan. I said last year, Afghanistan will fall to the Taliban. Last year I said it. Why? It's obvious. The Muslims in control are, if they want to be secular, you can't be a secular Muslim. You cannot ever be a moderate Muslim. They don't exist. Only on the, in, in the warped minds of the news media, of the left wing and liberals only, not only the Jewish media, the politicians, the clergy, and the academicians, exactly the same. They don't exist. Islam is made only of the The Quran, sorry, go on. No, I agree. You, you said it yeah, all. Yeah, it's only jihad. Only jihad. There are two types of jihad. Jihad is two components, war jihad and stealth jihad. What the American media and left-wingers call moderate Muslims, these are the stealth jihadis. They are the ones who supply the guns to the war jihadis. They are the ones who supply them with money, with shelter, with intelligence, with propaganda. How do you think ISIS is doing well? ISIS by itself couldn't exist. The terrorists in Europe couldn't exist without some other people helping them. No way. So for every test, for every single terrorist, jihadi, war, must be five or six stealth jihadis, the ones who undermine the system in Europe and America. Ladies and gentlemen, I keep telling you, don't just listen to me. Do yourself a favor. Google Al-Quran and spend three hours and read the first nine chapters. That's all I'm asking you to do. Good God, I'm not asking you for money. I don't need your money. Everything I have done all throughout my life, nobody helped me. Nobody. And thank God. Because I'm not beholden to anybody. No one could say, oh, IQ, will you do me a favor? No, I'm not doing anybody a favor. I only tell the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. This is why I'm successful. In the sense, 
I've had one and a half billion dollars for 10 years. To every human being who has listened to me, read me, or write my articles, and I haven't lost a dime. This is not to boast, ladies and gentlemen. This one and a half billion is for a reason. I want people to say to themselves, what an arrogant son of a gun. I'm going to prove him wrong. You know what? Millions of Muslims have listened to me. I mean literally millions. Not one of them was willing to come against me. I challenge CARE, C-A-I-R, Council of American Islamic Relations, or ISNA, the Islamic uh, North American Council, something to do, to challenge me in public. Do it. Never. They will not do it. Why? They know they will lose. That's it. It's that simple. It's not complicated. But you don't. Um, what I was going to say, uh, IQ, is if you recall, earlier, the uh, beginning of last year, we were worried about the uh, Hispanic, uh, Hispanics who are coming into the country on the border. Now we, we have switched our focus and said we should worry about, um, uh, about Islamics uh, coming into the country because they represent a bigger uh, problem. Uh, I find that interesting. Uh, we, we now uh, pitch it in terms of, uh, um, in ter terms of Islamic when uh, the problem is still that there are many um, um, uh, 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 Hispanics coming into this country who, uh, illegally across the border. I Don, find that by the way, but, correct, but let me tell you something else maybe you didn't know. Many of those who are coming who are uh, Latinos, they have already converted to Islam. Did you know that? It's a huge no. business now. Yes? Go, go and check it. The Muslim in Mexico, they are literally converting hundreds if not thousands of Mexican Christians who were Catholic into Islam. And they are more dangerous. The converts are more dangerous than the Muslims. Because they have to prove to the Muslims that they are more Muslim than the Muslims. They're more dangerous. In, this, in the systems of, in your penal systems, in the prison systems, more and more Latinos, before it is black Americans, who converted to Islam. Now they're converting thousands of Latinos to Islam in the prison system. That's in America and in Europe, by the way. The prison systems have become the breeding ground of more Muslim terrorists. No question about it. Why? Always the question is why. Simple. Because for the murderer and the rapist and the philanderer and everybody else, Quran is music to their ear. What does the Quran tell the murderer? You murder. You are sanctified by Allah as long as you kill infidels. You want to rape an infidel? It's sanctified by Allah. You want to plunder infidel? It's sanctified by Allah. It is music to their ear. It's a, Islam is an organized crime syndicate. Was in the year 622 AD, starting with Muhammad, and continues to be as we speak today. 
What is ISIS? ISIS is an organized crime syndicate. What do they do? They plunder, they rape, they take slaves, they subjugate women. What do they do? That's an organized crime syndicate. It's not a religion. Islam is not a religion. It's an organized crime syndicate pretending it is lofty. It isn't lofty. Why? Allah is not the same as the God of Jesus, Moses, and Abraham. Can anybody come against me prove me wrong? I wish somebody would. I really do. Look, my mission will finish when I get 45 uninterrupted, 45 minutes, prime time television on America. I will completely, completely and utterly discredit Muhammad as a prophet and the alleged divine origin of his Quran based entirely on the Muslim scripture in 45 minutes. You know what? I honestly believe that this year will be my year. I mean it, because it's going to be so dis destabilized all over Europe and the United States. This is my year. I might get the TV interview at last. Back to you, sir. Well, as we wrap up here, everyone, uh, Don, do you have any final thoughts here before we let you go, my friend? No, as usual, uh, I, I choose, it takes me a while to digest everything. <laughs> <laughs> He's so good. He's so good. God bless you, boy. I'll talk to you next week. Definitely. Thank you, IQ. I appreciate it. And Don, we will talk to you next week as well. Thank you, my friend. Have a good day, too. Definitely, you too. Donald Mazzella, SB Digest, hashtag SB Digest, 2SB Digest. Also find him, uh, com, and, uh, I believe IQ Al-Rizzoli. He's Googleable. Check out IQ Al-Rizzoli on Facebook as well. And, uh, social media is a big part of this program. We're going to take a time out and come back here on the big program. Round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.